This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's going to be a wild ride. We have, you know, One Piece Chapter 1084, gentlemen. And it was a pretty loud chapter, if I may say. Very loud chapter. A lot to talk about. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody for being here. If this is your first live, welcome. Uh, if this is your 50th, 100th, and one time being here, well, you've been here more than Lionel. <laughs> So, dang, you oh, didn't do that, bro. He not even. He you ain't even do that, Delano, bro. He, he didn't do that. Beat. Listen, he didn't do that. yo, Marv, I think one of the cameras are like crooked. The one that points at Lawrence and Seb. It looks a little crazy. Yeah, little yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, guys, thank you for being here once again. Uh, for announcements wise, uh, we just hit 35k total subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, 72,000 followers on TikTok, 4K followers on Instagram. Not to mention, we just hit 1.9 thousand members on Discord. Uh, We just want to say thank you from the bottom of Davy Jones' locker for sticking with us, (laughs) sticking by us, and sticking to us. Uh, We can never be grateful enough. So thank you, guys. I know you can't see me, but thank you. Uh, but let's send it over to Seb. Seb, who's in the chat? Let's say what's up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a bunch of people in the chat, man. I see Captain Teriyaki, Serialism, Big Nuggets, Afro Corey, Project Iceman, Sword Egg, Soga King, 10K Theo, Theezy, Salah, Patrick Flannery, I Hate Mo, Brandon Wigfall, Ben Shorthouse, Lubu Kill You, Jose Zamudio, Nick Quavo, Alan Wells, so many of y'all in the chat, man. Celeste, shout out to Celeste. I haven't seen Celeste in a while. Bastion, Gabriel Montoya, Hugo. There's so many. Shank them. Shank them. It's okay, bro. It's okay. Teams lose in the playoffs all the time, bro. You don't <laughs> got to sweat too much. But thank y'all so much for being here with us. If you haven't already, please drop a like for us. It does help with the YouTube algorithm. Do it! <laughs> yes. Also, we have a Discord. If you're not a part of it, I think you should join it. Um, it's very fun. It's growing day by day. And uh, it's pretty large now. Also, we have Davies Dark Tournament, uh, the DDT, uh, Sebastian's thing, uh, this Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. So if you want to join and join these hot debates between these <laughs> mid-tier characters of One Piece, <laughs> I think you should come by. It's going to be pretty fun. So, yo, um, is Virgo versus Pico weekend? Lawrence not gonna make it. Yeah, of course he wouldn't. Come on, man. It's Lawrence, bro. I had my meeting. Terrible. Don't come at me. My schedule hasn't changed. You wouldn't even come if it was on Thursday anyway. Oh. It depends on what I'm doing. Oh, what are you doing? Hmm. I can't make it Thursday. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we have some super chats. So yes. we'll get into that before we go into the chapter. Yes, we got a. 
two dollar and seventy nine cent uh, Canadian dollars from Ash Grith. It says, "Love y'all. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Ash." Uh, oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. We got another uh, ten pounds from Captain Teriyaki. It says Leo and Sai, my MVPs for their actions in 1084. Uh, then a cheers. Much love as always, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. You're bringing a lot of great people together. It's a, it's great to finally talk One Piece with everyone. Aww. Heart and a crown for kings. Aww. Thank you so much, Thank Teriyaki. you, bro. I appreciate it. My crown mm -hmm. might slip off. My head is super smooth today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you're shining. I'll yeah, I am, you. bro. We got another five from Project Iceman. It says, hey, guys, Larry, you got the energy today. LOL. Just here to contribute as per usual. I ain't no celestial donkey, but I do my best. LOL. <laughs> Keep it 100. Thank you so much, Iceman. We got another. I'm going to 98 plus 2. <laughs> Thank you. We got another $2 super chat from JT. It says, shout out to Lawrence, Lionel, Larry, and Marv. This is what it is, man. Yo, this, yo what beef you got between me and JT? Me and JT got beef. It's in the Discord. For those of y'all that know, y'all know. Just know, man. JT ain't but But thank you, JT. I ain't need the shout out, bro. I'm good. How them Lakers doing? <laughs> uh, but we got another... Uh, subscription to Yonko status from Hugo Nascimento. Uh, thank you so much, Hugo. Uh, that is our highest tier of membership, so enjoy all the emojis that come with being a Yonko. Arigato. Yes, yes. Yeah, Ooh. arigato. We did get another 10 gifted memberships from Sogi King. Thank you so much, Sogi King. Uh, for those of you that are accepting the memberships, please throw a W in the chat yes, for Sogi King. Yes, man. yes, yes. Anybody that, that gives subs, we throw up W's because yes. we're winners. Yes, thank you so too. much. <laughs> we got another $2 from Ryan, but there's no text there. So, Ryan, please, uh, next time, definitely give us a shout, give a shout out whoever you want. Uh, comment whatever you want it to be, whatever your thoughts are, whatever your hottest One Piece take is. Uh, but thank you for the donation and the support. Just not your intrusive thoughts. Uh, it can be intrusive. Nah, yo. Just a little bit. Nah. Because nah. <laughs> if they're like my thoughts, I can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I feel like yeah, intrusive yeah. thoughts are okay. Just make sure the twins aren't on the episode that day. Nah. Nah. I, you can't. How intrusive are your thoughts, bro? Halfway. I just thought about something right now. Alright, bro. We yeah, moving on. It's kinda wild. <laughs> Alright. We did get another ten dollars from Robert Beery, but it again, there is no comment attached to the super chat. But thank you so much, Robert. Next time please uh get some words off. Say something, shout whoever you want out, whatever yeah. your hottest take. And no intrusive thoughts. Yeah, we want to hear from you, bro. Yeah. You could put like a little, uh, you could just put like, no, I'm not going to say that. See, that was an intrusive thought. <laughs> <laughs> we did get another six-month membership to knock of a status from our guy, United States of Blurred. Thank you so much, Blurred. Thank you, Blurred. Uh, it says, bring Marv on. Let's see how his journey is going. Marv! Marv? They ask all the time. Yeah, Mar Marv's stuck at Baratier, bro. Are you still at Baratier, Marv? <laughs> oh my god. Marv's still brought to you. Oh man. But alright, we got another six month membership to Yonko status from our guy Joy Boy Mark. Joy it Boy says, Mark. Yo guys, hope all is well. Wanted to ask if you saw the anime where uh, if you guys saw the anime where Zoro finished King. I did. I think I'm pretty sure Larry was on a, the watch party that we Yeah, had. yeah, I seen it. You didn't see it? No. 
Just like Lawrence, man. No, I'm playing. What you think? What you think about it? I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I thought it was absolutely amazing. I was, I was, I watched it for the first time on a bootleg stream, and it didn't have subtitles, and I was still like, it was bad. It, it was HD, but it didn't have subtitles. But it was fire, and I was like, yo, I need to watch it again, and I've seen it four times since. Oh dang. Yeah. It was really good. It was that good. Yo, I'm gonna I'm keep it a buck. You like it? I'm gonna keep it a buck. I watched the episode. And I was like, yo, the animation cool, but like, this episode kind of mid, yo. Ah, you tripping. <laughs> yo, you tripping. Listen, I even like the Kaido King flashback. It listen, was cool. He did the little conquerors. It was cool. That was cool. That was, that cool. was cool. That was cool. No, no, no. I'm not saying it was a bad episode. I'm just saying it was kind of mid to me. Like, it was a lot of great animation, but it was just mid. And I know it's going to be a hot take, but I'm not a big fan of Sanji. But I thought Sanji's episode versus Queen was way better. Hmm. And, you know, I've said this before, and it's because Sanji has had so much focus on him since post-time skip, right? But also because um, he just has story to tell within the fight. Like, there was a reason for him fighting and doing all the things that he did, which made the fight, like, even better. And then, of course, Sanji's fighting style is pretty fun looking. Mm -hmm. So when he's fighting and kicking and doing all these things, you're like, yo, there's, there's some story and element that you just appreciate. Now, with Zoro, since he didn't have that character development at all during the Wano arc, and we barely got any true um, information regarding swordsmanship or swordsmen from the past inflicting on now or just his ambitions and going forward, right? It was just like a meathead episode in a way. Like King, I'm calling him Albert for now. Mm -hmm. Albert, <laughs> I feel like... He had the Sanji moment where, like, he got more of the character development I was looking for out of Zoro. And King ultimately was the Sanji of this episode, even though he lost. He looked really good, too, like, uh, while he was fighting, while he's doing all his moves. You know, it just showed the characterization of him throughout his childhood to his adulthood and what his goals ultimately was and what it could have been. But I didn't feel that same way with Zoro watching the episode. I felt like Zoro kind of like, he was just a fighter. He just needed to get past this guy and he was dealing with Enma. And there was really no story behind him to get me hyped to like root for him. I found myself kind of rooting for Albert to a degree. But that's why I liked it though. It, it, <laughs> it characterized King so well and he showed out. Like he showed improved in the moment. Zoro just had something to match him. I, I feel like I get you. Yeah. I just was, I again... It's an anime episode. Oh, I come course. in with pretty low expectations at the, the start. I was Bro, like, this is great. Same, same. It was so good. The choreography was amazing. Listen, I'm The not, graphics were amazing. Again, the pacing was amazing. King's story was amazing. Like, everything was great. I guess Zoro fell short for you. He didn't fall short for me. Again, it's, it's because you're so used to Zoro just not having anything behind him. He's just... Like, Zoro's one of the best characters in One Piece, for sure. I just felt like... He's lacking in that character development department where, like, I got more from Albert mm -hmm. than I got from Zoro. I got more from Sanji than I got from Zoro. But even but even in that fight, right, he's fighting King and King's whole thing is like, I'm going to eliminate you, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like death is the, the whole focus, right? Like, even says at the very beginning of the episode, so long as me and Kaido are here, mm -hmm. Luffy's not going to become Pirate King yeah. and y'all are going, I'm sending y'all to hell. Like that's that's the focus, right? That's Zoro's whole thing. I'll I'll become the king of hell then, because I refuse to succumb to that. 
that was the point of the ending. Nah. All right, I, no, I I understand, mm -hmm. but for me, Zoro, everything that everybody thought about the episode, I thought too. Mm -hmm. The only thing I feel is that the character development that I needed from Zoro came from Albert. And we have Sanji, who shows that if you have that character development behind you, then your fight is going to be better. I thought everything about the episode was excellent, though. I just thought that part of the episode was very mid to me. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. Like, when I was watching it, I, I felt more invested in Sanji's fight than I felt with Zoro's fight. And then when King was fighting, I was like, yo, I'm more invested in King than Zoro right now. King cute, man. So, so I know I didn't watch the episode yet, but um, from what I understood, it's like, yeah, maybe we're not full development. From what I know about Zoro, because the question is, like, what would you want to see from Zoro and his growth? Because what I understood is, right, Zoro kind of didn't recognize that he was a conqueror himself, you know? And he kind of always, not really downplayed his dream, but it was just like, it was simple to him. Like, as in, I'm going to be the world's greatest swordsman and above the heavens, and that's it. There's no either I get there or I die trying. Like, there's nowhere I'm going to sail, sell, settle for second place. I'm going to die doing it. You need to stop saying die. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to um, pass. pass, you know, or doing it. Achieve achieve, or then I'm just going to accept, you know, uh, the end result of that. But the thing is, like, was Zoro understanding that he was a conqueror changed the, changed the game for him, right? Because even when Kaido noticed that he was, he was like, what are you talking about, right? Then now he's like, yes, uh, Zoro always, always had these like dreams of great ones, but never necessarily considered himself as one of those great ones yet, right? So to me, that growth was like, fine, I'll settle, I'll, I'll become the king of you know of hell. It shows that he grew, that he understands that his position now and how true of a conqueror is, is that he's able to rival Luffy in the aspect of being a conqueror. Yeah, you know, bro, I get all that. I understand it and I agree with you. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm I'm saying I see the same things. What I'm saying is Zoro has everything. He's just lacking the character development department. Like, for example, I know there was an episode about seeing young Zoro. Like they flash back and redid the artwork mm -hmm. for him training as a kid and in the village that he was in, and then also him meeting up with Luffy and witnessing Luffy like releasing him and giving him his swords. I'm like that's character development to a degree. Like, that's stuff we already have. But since we're in Wano, and we, he is a swordsman, and we, we want these swordsman-like histories and, you know, things to be revealed, it just wasn't there, right? So that episode, I'm pretty sure, hyped people up because it gave a reason to care about Zoro and his, his fight and his journey against King. But I don't think it was enough the same way Sanji's was enough. Like, Sanji had a whole Zeph, like, dream-like meeting of him, like, going to the Straw Hats and feeling comfortable. I kind of wanted to see where, like, Zoro uh, realizing his ambition in a different light because now he knows what it takes to probably make swords black but also what it means to be a conqueror and what it means to be a true swordsman. Because at the end of the day, we kind of just have this base foundation that I just want to be the king of the world. I mean, not the king of the world. I want to be the strongest swordsman in the world. But necessarily, I'm pretty sure it's more complicated of an idea, right? Like it takes to be a true swordsman. What does that truly mean? So, and I think that's when you dive into the aspect of the show's swordsmen like Ryuma and what Mihawk probably means and what even the Akazaya 9 and what they thought being a swordsman meant. I feel like if we got that from Zoro plus everything else that we got, 
I think I would have been more invested in Zoro as a person and as a person that's going to be the wing of a pirate king. So that's it. I, I'm not saying anything crazy. You're, you're no, not. I you're not. That. I, I think the the one thing that we're missing here, and I don't want to linger on this for too much longer, is Kuina's presence or her, like how what her passing meant for Zoro, where it's like, yo, this person is stronger than me, but her time came, right? Where there's nothing he could do about it. So Zoro lives his life in this, like, yo, either I'm going to do this or I'm not in that way. Like I can pass at any time. So, like, he's already there. Like, we talked about this a lot before where Sanji needed to have this stuff fleshed out for him because for, he didn't understand things sometimes. Zoro knows what it is. He's known what it is since he was however old that was. You know what I'm saying? So I that get it. You don't need all that extra characterization. He's known what it is since then. It's just I have to get stronger. So I don't want to harp on it too much longer. I just think Kawina's presence or past in his life is the thing that it has with the whole like passing and not being able to accomplish your dreams and 50 cent album titles and stuff you know what i'm saying so i i agree with you again i'm I'm not saying you're wrong but i think in order to be stronger in his aspect of being stronger as a swordsman you need to ultimately know what a swordsman means and i think that you get that with kalina too Like, she necessarily didn't know what a true swordsman meant, right? And it kind of drove her almost insane to a degree because she was a woman and because her family, especially her father, felt like she'd never be the best. It's kind of like, all right, you want to be the best, but what does the best necessarily mean? Like, Mm -hmm. when Mihawk sliced you across the chest, what did Mihawk talk about most of the time when he was talking to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was he truly saying to you? Like... It's okay to be strong and to go to these heights, but Mihawk changed his attitude when Zoro ended up turning his around to face him with his chest open and was like, yeah, I wouldn't let somebody cut me on the back. Like, little bit by little, that was kind of being a true swordsman to a degree. So I'm like, just expand upon that a little bit more. Bring us back to the basics of swordsmanship, but also show us why it means so much and what does it entail for the future? Because we don't know, right? That's the only thing I'm saying. I'm not mm-hmm. saying anything like it's a bad fight or anything like that. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I just wanted more. I can I can understand that. Yeah, I get that. You should watch it, bro. It was dope. Yeah, I plan to. But my bad. I didn't mean to start my that whole good. combo. I think it was. I think it's a big talking point in the community right now. Yeah. So I think it's something we we should have spent some time on. Uh, we get another ten dollars super chat from the Easy. It says or Theezy. It says, finally made it for a live, but went, been here listening since 1044, and you guys made me start and finish the manga, and can't wait for your episodes every time. Keep it up. Finally, <laughs> hashtag Lucci Larry, hashtag Larry got dope takes. Hey. Some people probably disagree with me in the chat right now, but thank you so much. Listen, it was, I, I put a poll up. It was like 97%, like, not nah, episode was great. It's at 81% now, so you convinced some folks, I think. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great episode, though. Yeah, it was cool. I, so I just thought Sanji's was better. Ah, I get what you mean. Um, we did get another four-month membership to Nakama status from Three Day Trip. Shout out to Three Day, man. It says, 
Congrats on your well-deserved success. Love you guys. Thank you so oh, much, 3-Day. 3-Day has been one of us for a long time, so mm-hmm. thank you, 3-Day. Thank you, thank you. We got another $2 from our guy, Mike Super. It says, Kokoro is Bartos' grandma. <laughs> Hashtag heat and <laughs> Yo, Mike, on, he on one, bro. He yeah. on one. Yeah, Mike on one, bro. Uh, we got another five from Red Hair Shankdom. It says, shout out to Lionel for dipping under 50% show attendance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lay off Lionel, y'all. Lay off Lionel, man. Thank you, Shankdom. <laughs> we got another 10 from Rafael Negron. It says, I have a Nico Nico fruit theory. I would love, I would truly like your thoughts on. Uh, try to call in. If not, share your theory with us in the Discord or put it into the YouTube chat. Um, there's a bunch of ways to reach us. Hopefully, we'll get the calls quick enough. Uh, but thank you, Negron. We got another five-month membership to Nakama status from our girl, Celeste Smith. And it says, checking in. Thank you so oh, much, Smith. Thank you, you have to do that. Thank Appreciate you. you. Uh, Glad you're here. Yeah, we got another three-month membership to Nakama status from our guy Toby. It says, Larry want to be different so bad. Episode is fire. And now the L's are coming in, man. Episode's great, bro. We got another $2 from JT. It says, Larry, post your take on TikTok. I want to see the hatred. (laughs) Oh, man. I get enough, bro. We got another two from Soga King. It says, hashtag Larry spitting. Hashtag chat don't know nothing. (laughs) Oh, man. I think, oh, no, there's more. I got it. That's what's funny, too, because I'd be like, yo, it was a great episode. I just thought that part was mid, and everybody would be like, yo, Larry's a hater. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm not hating. All right. We got another five from Patrick Flannery. It says, Zoro got to cuddle Hiyori Iwano. That's all the development he needs. <laughs> He's going to come back later and wipe that. Hashtag Riz King of that. <laughs> yo, she should be pregnant right now. Oh, jeez, bro. You and your... Your fragment takes, man. But thank you, Patrick. We got another subscription to Shiji Bukai status from the six. Thank you so much. Six, please enjoy all the emojis that yes, come with Shiji Bukai status. Thank you, guys. Uh, we got another five from Muhammad. Mohammed Lear, it says, Larry, I definitely agree with you because I was expecting a backstory of how Zoro got to East Blue in the first place. Pretty sure he was just born there. Uh, no, he traveled. He was a bounty hunter. No, no, I'm saying that village is in East Blue. Like, he was just born in East Blue, no? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, his, yeah. Uh, his, um, yeah, his parents were there. Yeah. Uh, we got another $10 from Swizzy Black 93 It says, not going to lie, Larry, you're forgetting. We got that three episodes prior, meeting the old man and coming to grips with Emma. It was split, but should have been together with the finish. Yeah, I mean, I was going to comment on that, too, but I think, Larry, did you see that episode? No. Yeah, so... I don't know if it's the characterization that Larry was looking for exactly as far as what a swordsman means, but it was what swords mean. Yeah, that's you know different. You know what I mean? I don't, I, don't know, yeah. I don't think it would have answered the questions you were looking for specifically. Yeah. We got another two from Robert. It says, first live listening, y'all deaf hilarious. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust, it's not scripted. I can say that much. Uh, we got another five from Terrence Matthews. It says, Larry's take on the God's Nice is like a person complaining why I didn't know why didn't I know about the surprise party? It's called a twist, Larry. Uh, I feel like it's not the same, personally, but word. You could do better with your analogy. <laughs> but anyway. But that's we... all the soups. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into the chapter now, guys. Uh, again, if you haven't joined our Discord, please join our Discord. Uh, if one of the mods could post it. And also, if you haven't liked the video, please like the video. Uh, but let's get into chapter 1084, uh, guys. You ready? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Got another super. It's funny. Real quick. Right. We got two dollars from Mike Super. It says Larry Biscuit has gravitational pull. <laughs> Bring in the hate. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love biscuits, by the way, especially with gravy. Mm. Yeah, and mash. Maybe you should have took me there, bro. Listen, bro, I enjoyed the food early. Yeah. All right. Anyway, before we get into the chapter, we have a color spread. It features the many beautiful females in the One Piece verse. Uh, Lawrence, what did you like about it? And then we'll go to Sebastian. I, I didn't have much thoughts. It's just a nice spread. Good to see the, um, the One Piece characters in color because, uh, you know, the manga is mostly black and white. And just uh, or just like having fun with what he draws. And that's all I got from that. All right. Uh, my question for you, Sebastian, is if you had to marry Merc or one night stand one of these ladies, which one would you choose and in which order? Also, only choose the ones that are old enough for this question. FBI <laughs> is watching. <laughs> Come on, son. Come on. All right. How old is Ulti? Please <laughs> stop. She's looking old enough. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> One night stand with Boa because I I feel like she gonna that that stone fruit I can't I can't have that in my life she for a have long you time. Bricked up. Uh, I'm marrying Vivi because she's a princess. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be rich. Um, that's just convenient. And what was the other thing? Uh, you got a Merc. You oh, Merc Merc and Yamato. Y'all know the vibes. Y'all know the vibes. <laughs> bro. That's what are you talking crazy. about? What are you talking? Y'all know what it is. You it was, Merc and Yamato? Either Yamato or Perona because I can't stand Perona's voice, bro. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'm the only person in the One Piece community that absolutely hates Perona. Everybody loves her, and I couldn't stand. She reminded me of Brit, bro. But that's that's <laughs> never mind, bro. Never mind. All right, you. I would. Yeah. Yo, how old is Carrot? Carrot old enough, Come right? On. She's a <laughs> rabbit, though. Like, listen, I want an animal. animal. Listen, it's an animal. Yo, you bro. Don't yo, Garchu though. What? <laughs> it's an animal. Garchu, bro. She's not a Garchu, bro. She's a per yo, Lawrence with this who's human and who not stuff again, bro. Yeah. Alright, anyway. <laughs> uh I, I would say I'm probably marrying Robin. Cause she is there. Um one, one night stand with Nami. And then I'm murking. Raid you. Because she'll probably come back to life or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So then I still have a shot with her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. All but right. yeah. What did, what did the chat? Chat, chat design? Was, some chat was coming for me about take on your motto, I think. Uh, he said Carrot is 16. So Good thing we didn't pick Carrot. <laughs> he, he, was, he was wilding for a second there. How old Good is Vivi? I forgot. <laughs> Damn, how old is Vivi? I might be tripping. Yeah, she's tripping. She sent me just Nami. I'm pretty sure. I right, bet, bet, bet. bet. <laughs> yeah, fool. I I should have confirmed that. Yeah. But yeah, Princess. There was vibes, a lot bro. of unconfirmed <laughs> ages, bro. That's why I was like, I gotta pick safe, bro. <laughs> Carrot was a slippery slope, bro. All right. Apparently, Vivi is 21. I'm chilling, bro. All right, bro. You good, <laughs> yo? You good? All right. Uh, Super chats, and then we'll go to the next question. Yes, uh, we got a $2 super chat from Tiny Guy 101 It says, Larry a furry confirmed. <laughs> Very much so. If you haven't watched this this pod for long enough to know, you, you know Larry is low-key a furry. 
Uh, we got another 10 from Mohammed. It says, hey, Larry, I just wanted to ask you guys as well, Seb and Lawrence, who do you think is a better father? And who would you rather have as a dad? Dragon, Roger, or Yasop? <laughs> you don't know the answer, Yasop. It'd be Roger. Oh, he actually man. took care of people. Like kids. Dragon's not going to be there, so you, I don't even know how that can be a choice. So th- here's the thing, right? It's like, We're not getting into this, though. Yeah, with, drag, with, with Roger, he just didn't have the chance to raise his child. But specifically. he raised Ace and Buggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was he's shown as being a fatherly figure to people. Um <laughs> Yasop trash and Dragon I'm gonna save my take for Dragon cuz I'm not trying to argue with Larry again, bro. We, yeah, it's we, not worth we, it. We argued like oh, 2 weeks ago. Yeah, for, like, let's keep hour. going. Super chats. Uh, yeah, Roger for me. But anyway. Yeah. Uh we got another $5 from Theezy. It says wanted to pop up for a little bit but needed to save it for work. So, have a good stream. I'm gonna listen to y'all later. Deuces. Oh, thank you. Deuces Theezy. Thank you so much, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got another two from Mike, but it got deleted. So Mike was probably walling. Keep doing that. <laughs> uh, we got another, Good thing it was deleted. <laughs> we got another ten from Afro Corey. It says got a theory that my mom thought of, and she don't watch One Piece. She just listens to me talk a lot on it. But the theory is, what if Luffy is dreaming and everything we see is Luffy's adventures as he dreams? I would hate that. Yes, yeah, so much. That would be. I uh... don't. Your, your mom is emo, bro. <laughs> your mom is emo, bro. She's trying to destroy the world, bro. Shout, shout out to Afro Corey's mom, bro. Yeah, yeah. You good, Marv? <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to weeb out in front of your mom, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, yeah. That's cool. And she, like, reciprocates yeah. that energy. That's really mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. My mom will probably stare at me and be like, what? My mom will She'd just be like, yo, I'm out. She probably asked you to do something. <laughs> she was watching a rap game video the other day. Yeah? Because she asked about it. Yeah, she liked it? Yeah. I showed her yeah. the TikToks one you made. She oh, was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. That's crazy. Uh, read this last one, and then we'll go back to the chat. Yeah, we got another five from the six. It says, I discovered y'all on TikTok and have been watching y'all for only two months now. Finally got to catch a stream. Keep up, keep up the content. Y'all are goaded. Thank you so much. Oh, thank thank you. Shout you, out man. to the TikTok followers, yes, man. Yes, yes. Shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Again, if you haven't joined our Discord, please do. And if you haven't liked the video, please do. Uh, so let's get into this. The title of this chapter is the attempted murder of a celestial dragon. We open up to a knight within Marie jo- uh, Mary Joa being destroyed. It's crushed with fire spewing out of it. Sabo stands above. Out of nowhere, Bonnie shouts out to Sabo and surprises him. She asks him if he's Sabo. She's, uh, then uh, she goes, I'm Jewelry Bonnie. She skips the introductions completely as if she just didn't introduce herself and tells him they have the same goal. Guards notice that the slave collar keys have been stolen. Sabo tells Bonnie that he had heard that Kuma had a daughter. Bonnie lets Sabo know that she's been following the revolutionaries' activities via news articles, which is why then Katasu interrupts their convo. Sabo gives Katasu the stolen slave collar keys and tells Katasu to tell Morley that when all the slave collars are removed, they are to retreat since the mission is over. Sabo asks Bonnie what she'll do now. Bonnie says that she'll head to Egghead to talk to Vegapunk and uh, about bringing her father back. Sabo takes uh, Bonnie into his arms and jumps onto a pillar. The guards run past him, and one of the guards says he hopes they didn't see the lost chamber room. 
Uh, Sabo is curious about that. He then points Bonnie in the direction of Egghead, and they say their goodbyes. Uh, what did you guys think of this little piece of the chapter? And we'll go with Lawrence. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, this is a nice introduction to like what Sabo is doing. You know, um, it kind of reminds me of a little bit of like you know the revolutionaries' uh, secret agent stuff, where he's infiltrating this castle, taking the guards and hiding with Bonnie. Right, um, and I don't really have much here. Like, um, it is she's that the their plan. The more we're seeing is how organized they're going about it. You know, they have their plan, and like uh, I was even reading back where Sabo was so determined about it. He's like, we either accomplish this, or we don't. We don't make it out of here. You know, so it's like there's no if ands about it. Like we are chopping all our, our tasks, and we saw we saw the previous chapter that they did do that. So how like um, how quick they are to communi communicate with each other. Giving them the keys and how things are just rolling really, really, really fast for them. So you see how much effort they put into it, and how precise and precision they, they achieved each of their goals exactly on time to get it out of there, just right there. So I, I was impressed with the, with the revelers in these small instances that we seen them, and um, yeah, like pretty much. I guess the the chamber room I could lead to where we think. <clears throat> no, it has to be something different where the the um where they um. The, the king seat, you know? Mm -hmm. I, th I feel like it has to be something different because going back, we saw it was kind of like open. I, I'm going to touch a little bit about it later, but like uh, I don't believe that chamber room is the same spot where it's, um you know, where the king would seat. It could be where, where the, the empty throne is. Exactly. Yeah. It, the only part I can think of could be possibly where uh, Eam is always playing with butterflies. It could be that room. Uh, that's uh, Pangea's room. Yeah. that That's like a regular room. No, room. Yeah, yeah, so... So this could be something new, but we'll we'll find out. All right, Seb. Uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, y'all know me; I'm not a huge Sabo guy, but like he, he looked pretty cool here. Um, I like the communication with Karasu. I love the Bonnie and them skipping the introduction thing, because I was under the impression that Bonnie being Kuma's daughter was a secret, for whatever reason. Like I know Vegapunk knew, but I thought that was because it was Vegapunk. I didn't think Sabo and the Revolutionaries just knew that, mm -hmm. right? Like I thought it was. I don't know why. When I read, it, I was like, "Oh, they just know her. They know who she is. They know that's Kuma's daughter." Like I, I didn't, I didn't. It like was like a mini shock to me that that was just the case. That it was common knowledge among them. Sabo's face when Bonnie was talking about Kuma and what she would do if he couldn't, if Vegapunk couldn't bring him back. You know, it had me thinking like that's pretty ominous. Like maybe he doesn't come back for real. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was, that was his response because he heard the chatter behind him. Yeah, he heard the chatter behind him. Nah, so the way she's she's talking, he goes, what's your next move, Bonnie? And she's like, I'll go to Egghead and ask Vegapunk if he has a way of bringing my father to his senses. If he doesn't, then... And Sabo, he does have a reaction to them, yes, but I think it he's shaded, right? Like, his eyes are shaded. Mm -hmm. If it was just a surprise, I think Oda would have just showed that, mm -hmm. you know? I don't know, that's how I read it, though. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm tripping. Um, I did like the Karasu piece where he just able to relay information and have the keys. Like, uh, you progress, like progression, you get get to get to it. That uh, lost chamber that they were talking about, I assumed it was the throne room. Because yeah. um, I'll be real, I just I just don't assume that they're gonna be letting random people, even royalty, over there. Because even when Steli was there, it was like a walkthrough, and it was like, oh, that's that. But like, then he started getting the ideas of going up there and sitting there. I can't envision that they would like for more than one like people to be there often, especially if Emu exists and they want that to be secret. So that was what I thought. It could be that other room, but I'm pretty sure there was other people in that room at one point saying like asking for Emu to come. 
or whatever. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering some stuff. But Yeah, but they labeled it Pangea's room. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I assume the Lost Chamber was that. I could be tripping. Hopefully, it's Oda. He adds new mysteries to every chapter, it feels like, nowadays. So it could be a whole new thing that we have to look out for. But um, Sabo telling Bonnie how to get to Egghead was also interesting to me, meaning that he knows where it is yeah, and knows how to get there. I don't know that that means Sabo's coming, per se, but I know we've already talked about Dragon going to Egghead, and now Dragon and Sabo are reconnected, so... I don't know. I, I think, I think, I've already said I, I wouldn't want a reunion or a meeting for the first time with Luffy and Dragon to have Sabo involved because I want Luffy to be able to um, understand who Dragon is without a Sabo-like interference, running interference or having yeah. him cloud, like, you know? Like a filter, oh, this, yeah. yeah. like a filter there. I want it to be a genuine, like, this is who you are kind mm-hmm. of thing, whether it's beef or not, whatever, but... Um, I don't know. It was just a lot of interesting stuff that happened, honestly. Um, I, I was curious to see what the Lost Chamber room, but when I first read it, I was like, oh, it's probably just the throne room. They don't want see people seeing Eam, So Yeah. I had the same thoughts about the throne room. Mm-hmm. I thought it was literally the empty throne room, but after Lawrence just said that, I was like, I didn't even think about yeah. it being another room. I thought it was just the empty throne room, but now it might be the room that Emu was walking down towards to see the giant straw hat. Mm-hmm. And if Sabo's running through these halls, he's bound to run into a room that leads to another room. Mm-hmm. So it makes me very curious as to maybe it's very secretive to us, but it's not secretive to the guards that are in Medijoa, right? Like, because they're the ones patrolling the halls, they're the ones going into these random rooms. They're a part of that Medijoa system. So I'm saying to myself, that actually makes sense. Like, maybe it's not secretive to them, mm-hmm. but. The fact that the guard said it out loud and then the other guard was like, shh. Like, it's a secret between them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was super dope of a detail that I didn't notice. Uh, good seeing Sabo still using the fire as much as possible. I always thought that he was just going to stick to his claws, but he's sticking to the fire with the claws. So that's nice. Um, one thing I found very interesting is that you can see that Karasu actually was on Sabo's hand. And then he came out of the glove, kind of. So it makes me wonder, how does Karasu's power work? Because if it is a Logia, we've never seen a Logia detach himself and a piece of that Logia still have consciousness. And it's apart from him. So that makes me feel like I don't truly think he's a Logia. I think he fits more of the Paramecia realm of things because that's a little bit weirder mm-hmm. than what a Logia is. This is something I forgot to bring up, and maybe I was tripping. When I read this, I thought Sabo was feeding this crow. <laughs> I'm not even playing. I thought he was like, oh, it's Karasu. Like, he has something for the crows so they can eat. That was what I... I could be completely tripping. Nah. That's what I thought was happening. Like literally, like literally, it, it looks like it shoots up from his hand. Yeah. Because they're running and the yeah. bird is nowhere near it. I don't and, doubt it. No, check Bonnie's reaction. What? Yeah. The, like you know. She's... And that, and it's crazy because he's talking mm-hmm. through this bird. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I know a lot of people are saying like it's a logia for sure. I'm going to ride the 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 horse that says nah. This is a paramecia. It's just very special. Well, why wouldn't it be a zone then? Or zone, or however you say it. It would have to be like a, a mythical zone. Like, it would have to be like one of the, the special crows that mm-hmm. are in like Celtic mythology. Like, uh, I forgot, like the Morrigan fruit. I, I don't know what it's called, but there's a Morrigan deity mm-hmm. that can summon three crows, yeah. and it's supposed to represent three sisters. And it could possibly be that, but it seems more like a paramecia to me. Mm-hmm. To me, is, is either 
a paramecia similar to like uh, dogtooth or a lagia. And the reason why I want to say it's um, a zoan because I was thinking it's crossing too. But then Lana pointed out before when it was fighting the Amaral, Amaral's and the uh, the, um, the government agents. You see, it sh those same crows or whatever this, his part of his ability turn into swords, so they're kind of able to shape shift. And what we can tell from the little bit of information is that he just favors crows because I think Karasu means crows or something like that. Well, the thing is, I I, I know that they can shape shift. Yeah. But the point I brought up was he can talk mm -hmm. without this piece being a part of him. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. generally speaking, every time we see an Alogia do something like that, yeah, they've never been to be able to submit their consciousness into said frozen water and then right. start mm -hmm. speaking through it. Right. That's never happened. But the person that we kind of did see that with is like people like Pika mm -hmm. and a special ability yeah. like Katakuris. Yeah. I think it's more similar to that. But that's just me and what I think about no, it. No, that's why I was listening about the um shaking at the source to why it's not a zone. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah just, that too. I just love the fruits that have added utility. I always yeah. have. So shout out to Carson. Uh, I did notice too that um, Sabo's definitely gonna go to that. He's gonna look for that lost chamber, mm -hmm. of course, because that's probably that's how he ends up where Cobra ended up passing away. But also to find out that Sabo does know the location of Egghead just means that they're very in touch with Vegapunk mm -hmm. and not just Dragon. Yeah. Sabo might know who Vegapunk is as well. So I'm kind of hoping that he comes to Egghead in order to deal with. Maybe fight Blackbeard if Blackbeard is coming to Egghead too. Who dragon? No, or, no Sabo. Oh, Sabo. Yeah, I want to see. I can see a Sabo dragon. Yeah, Sabo and, and Blackbeard. Yeah, I want to see a replay of this the Ace fight, but it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But obviously Sabo doesn't get taken out, right? Because Luffy is now there, and it would be a good play on like history repeating itself. But Luffy's now involved, and now he's strong enough. Mm -hmm. So it would be interesting. But obviously they don't fight, like finish the fight, right? Because yeah. the Gor the Gorosei Saturn is there, and also we have the uh, Admiral Kazaro mm -hmm. there. So right. it's like that's not gonna finish. Yeah, for Sabo to go there, he would. Cause I know it's the incident. Sabo would go there if Luffy is actually in trouble or in danger. Well, they might even just go there because they think that Kuma went there. What do you know? So yeah, he said hey, Sabo just said it. Yeah, and yeah, the Kuma thing. Yeah, depends on what's going on in Sabo's life, bro. Luffy All right. was fighting to Yonko. <laughs> but he, other than that, busy, let's, uh, let's get back to the Super Chats, and yeah. then we'll get into the next part. All right. We got a $2 Super Chat from PimpChimp. It says, y'all play One Piece Bounty Rush, and if so, do y'all enjoy it? Uh, the only person I think on this pod that might would have been Lionel. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If, does he play Bounty Rush? I don't think so. I, I know he has um, Pirate Warriors, mostly. Mm. I won't play a One Piece game unless it's One Piece Fighters, like Dragon Ball Fighters, bro. Thug. That's Monkeys, it. I'm good, bro. Pirate Warriors, Empires, where you can pick your own man. crew, man. I need it. All that Dynasty Warrior crap is terrible, bro. It, I've been bro. telling y'all that you, since we were kids. You've never played Empires, Since we were bro. kids, bro. You never you played You was rocking Pirate War. Wait, were you? He was when he had a nail. Yeah. He was in love, he was in love <laughs> with the game when a nail was playing. No, bro. He was, bro. He would, no. he would hit us up like, yo, y'all rocking today? I'm trying, <laughs> play, I'm trying to be a nail, bro. Hard R income. Let me stop. Anyway, uh, we got another $2 from Tiny Guy 101 It says, have to skip this live. Got work. Hate to miss. That's Aww. all good, Tiny. That's all good, man. Enjoy your day, man. You're not Tiny no more, bro. You're a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> big Nami. <laughs> we got another uh, gifted membership from our guy Terrible TJ. And it looks like that membership did go to Tiny Guy. So 
Appreciate that, yes, uh, terrible thank TJ. You. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we got another five from Muhammad Lear. It says, also, by the way, Larry, Seb, and Lawrence, I mean no disrespect. But Sanji and Zoro remind me of Sanji, Zach Morris, and Zoro Slater from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Yeah, that's probably the most accurate. Nobody in the chat got that because they're not old enough. <laughs> Guarantee it. Strong in the chat, baby. One person out of what? How many are watching? Listen, I that's see it, crazy. though. Muhammad, I see it. I get it. I used it, to though. watch Saved by the Bell all the time, bro. <laughs> what was Shorty's name, bro? The black chick or the white chick? Because they were both. Yo, fine. Lark was fine, bro. Yeah, yeah, they were Lark all fine. Lark Voorhees, man, her prime, and Kelly—I forget her name. So and my, uh, the brunette chick too. She was fine. She, she fell off though. <laughs> what was what? her name, bro? Huh? I don't know. What was her name? I, I can't know. remember. She showed up in uh, was it uh, white collar, right? That one you talking about? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh man, yeah. she looked good as hell in ladies, man, too, bro. Oh, anyway. Yeah. We got another $5 super chat from Splash. It says, what's poppin', y'all? Hope y'all doing well. I came late, but thought on but thought on the mystery room if y'all haven't mentioned. Oh, we just did. Yeah. What if the room is the one Joy Boy, that Joy Boy's hat was in? Oh, yeah. I just said that, too. Yeah, just said that. Yeah, so uh, shout out to you, Splash. Uh, mm -hmm. We were ahead of your chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. We were clearly late. Yeah. Kelly Kapowski, there it is. Yeah. Oh, that was killing me, bro. That was killing me. That's all soups for now. All right. Uh, let's get into the next one, guys. So this is basically what everybody's here for, except for the very last end. All right, guys. So remember, the way I put it is into sections. So mm -hmm. we have this. Then we have the Morley Wakuma part. And then we have the ending. All right, Lawrence? Okay. Because Lawrence likes to go ahead. But he's been pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was Lionel last time. If I remember correctly. All right, never mind. <sighs> Next, we head to Cobra and the Gorosei. The Gorosei asks Cobra what he wishes to speak to them about. Cobra says the world government was created 800 years ago by 20 kings. Those 20 kings came to Meridi Joa with their families and became known as the Celestial Dragons and have ruled ever since. To prevent a dictator, they avoided the idea of one person ruling them all, hence the empty throne. They then placed 20 swords around it to symbolize their oath to never claim the seat. The 20 kingdoms that lost their kings appointed new ones, and they still rule to this day. The first 20 kings and their names have been erased from history. But Alabasta was different. Queen Lily, as she was counted among the first 20 but never became a celestial dragon from Alabasta. She chose to return to Alabasta and continue to... Uh, rule the Nefotari line. That's why there's actually only 19 swords surrounding the empty throne. One of the Gorosei asks Cobra, what's his point? Cobra says that he looked through their homeland's library and, uh, and there is nothing that mentions Lily. She didn't come back to Alabasta. Her younger brother took over since Lily never came back home. He wants to know what happened to her. Saturn replies, that that was 800 years ago and it was stated she weren't back but they knew nothing else of her missing cobra says fine but what does the d mean the girls say say why would you access that cobra responds there's an 800 year old letter that was passed down and through the line of kings um it just you know was passed down so what do you guys think and we'll start with seb all right, so this was very, very interesting. Um, and I don't know why I didn't think that Cobra was going to have more to ask in regards to 
the Nefertari family, considering they were one of the, the twenty or the like one of the twenty families. I, I just completely blanked on that for whatever reason. Yeah. So um the Lily stuff is it's it had me thinking, is Lily Eam? Like is that who that is? Um is there more? Me and Larry talked a little later. I might have to wait for a little later to bring this up, but no, um, I think you can bring I think it up. Right now. Now. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the ending is just yeah. So it got me, it got me really thinking about the Twenty Kingdoms and, and and stuff and ancient weapons and all this. And and for those of you that have been with the pod for a while, y'all know I dropped a theory on why Luffy was Joy Boy and how he interacted with each of the ancient weapons to become or earn the right or basically become the next Joy Boy because he had interacted with them already and I predicted what they were. But it got me thinking about the 800 years ago. And with this new revelation about Lily, um, it got me thinking again about people that were being reincarnated from that era now. And to Larry's point about Zoro, Zoro would be the reincarnation of Ryuma, who was around roughly 800 years ago. Luffy is the reincarnation of Joy Boy, who was around 800 years ago. Poseidon, reincarnated via Shirahoshi, who was around 800 years ago. And now Lily would be Vivi, the Nefertari person from 800 years ago. So I was just really... The fact is, all these people have interacted at some point, even Shirahoshi and Vivi now, with the reverie. So, I don't know, that's where my mind went. I was just just ready for more lore on this to happen, and I was mad that we got cut off kind of where we did, Mm -hmm. honestly. Um, And... We'll go later into whatever house happens in this chapter. But I really wish Oda would have just stuck with that, Mm -hmm. with this, for the rest of the chapter. It would have just been this. Yeah. This conversation all the way through what happens a little later. Um, Because I was extremely interested. He started asking about the D-Clan, and then it's gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, now's the time, bro. We're in the endgame. Like, I, I know, like, there's still time, but now's the time. That was the time that we're learning about Delphrus via Vegapunk. We're learning about the ancient history now via Cobra. Shout out to old people in in manga. But I don't know. I just, my mind was racing. That's where it went, who those people are and what what other reincarnations there are. Because I don't really dabble too much in reincarnation as a thought process. But when the, the Lily thing came up, I started thinking about the flowers in the room that, that Eames always in. Lily flowers. I don't... I don't know, man. It's just, I thought it was very, very, very interesting. So, that's all I got. Yeah. Law? So, um, I have a few things, uh, kind of, I guess, uh, the pushback of what you're saying. The only reason, uh, about the one thing I'm mentioning about why I think about the reincarnation thing, I don't know much about that. I don't pay attention to it because it, to me, it's like, it's nothing to that. But what I noticed, why there's, I believe there's a difference because each, each people you mentioned, the only one you could kind of say is speculation is Luffy's. But each one, they're part of that family, you know? So I kind of feel like, you know how um, there's a gene that gets passed, and sometimes it skips generations, but it can awaken later on in a generation or in that person. Like in uh, Naruto, um, the, uh, Lily's, um, Lily. yeah, Lily's family with Vivi, you know? It could have been like, all right, it skipped generations, but then it was born again in Vivi. Same thing with um, Shirahoshi and Poseidon. It skipped generations, then it was born in um, Shirahoshi, you know? And Luffy... Um, that's only the one that's kind of like a toss-up, but I believe Joy Boy you, you're, is part of the D clan. It has to be like a. D. But then that would be another same generation as, as them. It skipped whatever generation yeah. to get to Luffy. Again. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, because mm-hmm. we don't know in fact if Joy Boy is a D or not. That's only what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's part of that generation. That's why I don't chalk it up to uh, reincarnation. It's more like 
the next person who's going to be born with that trait, right? But this is where I, I thought something interesting here is what Co uh, what Cobra was saying here, right? When he talks about like the swords and uh, the kingdom, right? If you go to chapter nine hundred and seven, right? So now we know, like for example, for the celestial dragons, it's only we believe what we thought that none of the, they're all equal, and they took a the swear allegiance where no one's going to try to rise to power, right? That no one's going to try to claim that between them. But I found out on uh, rereading 907, that same thing is actually held to each of the kingdoms that are aligned with the world government. Though they have to, that's why, um, what's his name? Savo's brother was there? What's, whatever his name is? Uh, Stully. Stully, right? They were saying that when he showed the throne room, that guy was trying to tell him, yes, and you must pledge an oath to this so that you will never try to, to uh, achieve that throne seat. You know, so I to me I thought that was interesting because now they're trying to hold up to like not just the uh, the the past twenty kingdoms are now such dragons, but each one that becomes part of uh, the the new twenty kingdoms that you know that the such dragons passed on to that they have to swear that same oath, right? And then I want to look at even more because I don't know if you guys noticed here, or I don't want to go to the end, but Eam is listening to this conversation, right? I didn't catch that the first time I read it, but I read it again. It was like. Um, that's probably why we see him later on. But he's listening to this conversation. And it could be the fact that it was uh, Cobra that he wanted to speak. He's like, yo, put that in. I want to hear what he wants to question about, what he want, wants to say. You know? Then that made me think of, for example, uh, remember when Shanks came? Was Eam listening to that conversation as well? Right? But then I look back where Shanks met with the Gorosei is a different place than here. Mm -hmm. He met, uh, Shanks met them at the, at the Hall of Power. Right? Where they're meeting in front of the 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 throne room, right? And that's why I think it's a different, um, the secret room, the chamber is different from uh, the the throne room too is because again, the royalties are able to see that, you know, and you're swearing allegiance to it. So people know that it exists. You know, the royalties, the, the other kingdom, the other kingdoms, they know it exists. Where this one seems more like no one's really supposed to know about it, where it's whereabouts. It's more on the hush hush, you know? So that's why I think that extra room is different from the throne room because uh, especially when this person's sitting on it, you know? So pretty much, like, a, you you kind of have it a, a open where this one is like, no, you got to keep the quote. The guards even, quite, like, don't even speak about it, right? And that's also leading into, like, uh, what I also notice is that we don't see it here, but the first time we see him, Eam, I don't know why he keeps playing with butterflies, but the first time we see him is, like, now we have confirmed six people besides the Gorosei, including the Gorosei, I'm sorry, the five other stars, but there's one other person that we know of, Eve, right? Because no one knows of Eve except for the five Gorosei. But we, Sebastian mentioned earlier too when I noticed that someone tells them, "Oh, they're ready for you." So that's one other person, probably a holy knight. You know, we don't know exactly for sure because that person is like black and then silhouetted too. But the only person that we would think that would know of them besides the five Gorosei would be probably the holy knights. You know, but so then going like, like none of the guards know who they and none of the celestial dragons or the kingdoms know that Eam exists except for the Gorosei and that one other person who I'm guessing is a holy knight. So the other holy knights should know that Eam exists as well, right? And him now is just interesting. Now we have back. I'm, a, I'm a, I know I'm gonna rambling for out, but I'm gonna cut it short now with this one. It's just because to me it's like um, why would a celestial dragon right write a letter about the D? When we know that they're supposed to be enemies, too, and we all know that they they attacked the ancient kingdom, right? So that made me think of, because also, too, why did Lily 
stay behind instead of going with the Celestial Dragons, right? Because the reason why I don't believe, I know that people use that theory that, oh, he might be Lily, right? But if you check how the Celestial Dragons view the Cobra's uh, family, the reason I'm saying I can't pronounce that name, the Natari, Nefertari, they view that family as traitors because they didn't go up to become a Sister Dragon with them. That's why I don't believe it is Lily because if it is, why would they view Lily, her, fam her family line, as traitors? You know, which to me believes to like why she didn't make it because it's like, oh, you're not coming back with us? All right. Because she made that decision, you know? So she was in power too. So they probably killed her and gave it to the next one in the room while still viewing that family as traitors, but still keeping it on the hush hush. So going like how they view it, them as the Tarn family as such, I don't believe it is uh, Lily. That's my thoughts. Yeah. Hold on. Let's wait for Marv to come back. I don't know where he went. Oh. Yeah. Marv! <laughs> Come back! <laughs> Come back! Okay. You sound like Rose from don't, the side Don't go, Jack! <laughs> don't go! <laughs> Come back! Oh, just, man. Just, you want me to read a Yeah, read, like read a super chat until Marv comes back. Uh, we got a $10 super chat from Marshawn Curtis. It says, first time live watcher, loving the content. But can y'all stop sleeping on Brooke like he's not walking around with Rukia's Bankai? Not, <laughs> say, not saying he's a top 10 swordsman, but the man is cold. I don't even know what Rukia's Bankai is, let me be honest. She has an ice Bankai. No. Rukia mid, bro. Yeah. Um... So, for my thoughts on what's happening with this story that's being told by Cobra and the Gorose, um, it goes back to a personal theory of mine regarding there being two Joy Boys. Uh, so, I've always said that the D uh, stands for the dawn. It has two meanings. It stands for the dawn, and it stands for the dusk. So, the dawn equates to somebody that was of light, like Joy Boy, who would bring the dawn to the world. And then we have people who we suspect... Uh, will bring the dusk to the world, which is Blackbeard, because he has the yami yami and his different intentions on the world, right? So there's always been two Joy Boys throughout history. And I believe what's happening right now is when we go back 800 years ago, there was a Joy Boy that lived during that time, and there was a Poseidon that lived during that time. Odahime said that these two, basically, they need each other in order to change the world. And Joy Boy had a mission, but he failed to make that mission. So what did he do? He ended up leaving a message behind. Same thing as uh, Queen Lily. Now the thing is, for the time being, what I was gonna say is, I think that Queen Lily and Joy Boy of the past might have had some type of connection the same way Luffy and Vivi have a connection. Right. And the thing is, it's that when when you look at it from that aspect, history is now repeating itself. And like the day and the night, you know, you know, uh, they 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 circle around each other. I think what happened was the 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 joy boy of the of the dawn, he ended up losing to the joy boy of the dusk. And that started the dark times and that started the ancient kingdom falling to ruin in these 20 kingdoms to now overcome them. I think that's what happened is that we're seeing like a cyclical nature happen right now where Luffy at the end of the day is now going to bring the dawn no matter what because the world has been in the dusk for such a long time. Now, for me, I'm going to just say this like out loud. I think 
that Emu was connected to Poseidon of the past. Because we never knew what happened to Poseidon of the past. We never heard anything about her. We never heard one lick of what happened to her. We just know that she existed. But I think what happened was, I think Vivi and Emu might be connected in a way that resembles the way Poseidon is resembled in the in the manga. So Poseidon is made through the reincarnation of mermaids. I think the same thing happens with the Nefertari family. I think that Vivi is one of the people that can control Uranus like an ancient weapon, right? The same way Poseidon is able to control these sea kings. I think that because when we go back to Alabasta, when we think about it, Vivi kind of made it rain. Right? She kind of made it rain. Like she screamed and her mm -hmm. will manipulated the, the the molecules of alabasta and it made it rain, right? Well, what if I was to say like Vivi was that same type of ancient weapon or conductor of the ancient weapon? And this time she doesn't just make it rain. She makes it rain on islands and destroys them. She controls Uranus to a degree. Now, this is where it gets a little tricky for me because I'm like, all right, I'm not a full-time theorist, but when I start going, I can't stop. And I started to think to myself, okay, so the Nefertari family is in like Egypt. Egypt has like the, the the deities of like Ra, which is like the sun god, which they're very fond of. We know that Vivi is fond of Luffy, who's considered the sun god in this anime, right? Then we have them surrounded in sand. And I said to myself, well, the ancient weapons are just basically Greek deity names, right? But I was like, what would be a Greek deity name for Emu or or Vivi, if she is Emu, and she's controlling all these weapons, right? If she's just controlling Uranus. I was like, well, then the father would be Kronos. Kronos is actually the father of Zeus and Poseidon and Hades. And I was like, what, what is he in the power of? And I said, time. And sometimes time is labeled as an hourglass full of sand. And I was like, that's probably why she's also able to live so long. And then it goes back to when we first saw Emu debuted, we saw posters. We saw Emu holding posters, right? We had Luffy cut. We had Blackbeard cut. These are the two Joy Boys. These are two of the Ds that they're worried about that can change the world, right? But then we see Shirahoshi, and we see that a picture of her has a sword through it. That looks intentional. That looks like I have a specific amount of hate just for you. Why would that be? Well, maybe it's because I had to kill you. I had to murk you 800 years ago because you betrayed me. And it's like, okay. So then we see Eam holding a picture of Vivi. She's probably looking at herself like this is what I used to be. So a certain degree. So I feel like there is... A connection between the pictures that we saw and what I'm saying right now and it might even come to the point where like Vivi probably is a rain god of the four gods that they mentioned black bear would be the moon god Luffy would be the 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 sun the the sun god but I think what the earth the forest uh, god was I don't necessarily think that's connected to an, an ancient weapon like the rest of them are I think actually the ancient weapon of the forest god happens to be the sea itself because it's nature itself. And I think that Pluton is not only a ship that can float on the seas and submerge itself, I think it, I think since it could also be tied to like 
Egypt and the Nefertari family, I think it's like a sand boat too, that it could ride the, the lands if it so chose to. Because we've always seen ships get tossed into the air or fly, right? Or even just hop onto islands like Garp is doing right now where like the ship is there. I mm -hmm. think that Pluton's gonna be a ship that can just ride the sands. So I think everything connects back to the Nefeltari as well. And I know, I know I'm rambling, but I also believe that the reason why Lily, if she is an emu, decided to go against what uh, the 20 kingdoms were about is because she knew that the dusk was coming. She joined them anyway, destroyed the ancient kingdom with them, and decided I'm going to go back home because I don't support the Celestial Dragon system. But it's also because I'm cool with Joy Boy and he knows that he probably was too late or too early as well, the same way Roger said he was too early. So they decided to leave messages to the next generations. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we're kind of seeing what's on Laugh Tale with King Cobra and his 800-year-old letter. And I was like, damn, like, I know I'm saying a lot, but like, I hope I'm making sense. No, I think you are. Yeah, I think you are. Mm -hmm. We were me and Larry were talking about this at lunch today, and I was like, damn, I, I said it so terribly. You know, he did. But I did he it way better so this time. So much better. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not even close. I was so lost. <laughs> Larry was telling me this earlier. I was like, okay, 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 okay. Now, now it makes sense. It does. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what happened. I think that we're seeing this come full fold. Yeah, it makes sense because usually you have like, for example, um, they all band together. Then you kind of meet the person you're kind of opposing. Then one person from the side ends up like, you know what? I kind of agree with what you're saying, but mm -hmm. it's already too late. My twenty kingdom alliance is going to attack yours. Mm -hmm. But you no, know, but I could pave the way, help you pave the way for the future. You know, so it's probably seemed like like she was full on with the twenty kingdoms, met Joe Boy, and realized. This isn't the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it it, it it depends, right? The question is, right now, for me, what happened to Poseidon in the past? I think we need that to be revealed. If not, I'm going to say this, and I know this sounds crazy, but I think currently right now, this is probably not Lily. Emu's not Lily. I don't think so either. I think I think this is a, a a a little misdirection happening. I do think if what Sebastian says is true, like if reincarnation is a true thing, I think maybe two people of the same uh, importance on the story and have the same role can coexist. So, I think Emu might be Poseidon from eight hundred years ago. Hmm. Emu might be Poseidon. It's possible. I know I'm going so many directions. I'm just freestyling, but <laughs> like just saying stuff. <laughs> I think it might be Poseidon because we don't know what happened. It's never been mentioned. But if it is her, it would fit all those. Emu is a uh, water deity mm -hmm. and has control over the water and stuff like that. Like, what other person would be better than a mermaid that has these crazy powers, right? And we've always seen that. Mermaids have always been completely hidden. We've seen yeah. that with the conductor at Water 7 where she would hide her feet in like heels. Yeah. And we never knew that she was a mermaid. So, so I'll say this, because um, we haven't been on this one for a little bit. If Poseidon was the one to betray them way back, mm -hmm. right? And it's why, you know, she had stabbed the Shirahoshi picture. Mm -hmm. That could potentially be, not the genesis, but it could be like a huge like factor into why 
Fishmen are so discriminated against. Yeah. If Emu has been had this grudge against that entire race of people because of what Poseidon did 800 years ago. You know what I mean? Like it could fuel those to, like those that hatred and maybe you there there's several different people who have different perspectives on whether Emu's strong or not, but if you're not strong but you do hate a race, how do you go about destroying them? Yeah. Everything that happens to the fishmen would be propaganda, the enslavement, the the, the the disenfranchisement, everything that happens to them, the redlining, everything, could be Emu's get back for Poseidon over 800 years. You know what's crazier too? So We're about to see what happens next in this chapter, but it happened before, right? Mm-hmm. When Charlos wanted mm-hmm. Shirahoshi, that happened after Emu put the sword in the picture. Right. And also that sword might be Lily's sword. Our next super chat is in reference oh, to that. Actually, okay. you want me to get into that, or there, do you want to? Well, we can get in. But the thing is, there's mm-hmm. so many things that we can think about and talk about. But I'm not saying I'm right because I don't think I am. <laughs> there's no way to know. Bro. There's no way to know. But I just feel like I feel like the the two Joy Boys are definitely a thing. I think I, they're definitely can, a thing. I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm right about anything else. But I think the two Joy Boy things are definitely. It, a it thing. It makes sense because I think. I always said it before, the whole, he hasn't touched about it much, but I think it's heavy in the Asian culture, the yin and yang. You yeah. Know? So it's like one side, they kind of balance out each other in a way. They How they expl- explain it's, it's it. It's all there, bro. The sun, just, the moon, the I'll dust, the this. dawn. I just hope Emu is not rocks. That's it. Like, Bird. that's the only thing I do not want. Nah. nah I do not want that. Yeah. No, it's been said, it's been bro. Said. Yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't care. So, like, let's say, like, Emu is, like, the, the joy boy of the dusk who, like, won. I kind of wouldn't mind it, but Rox and Roger are like the—they're like Jordan and you know mm-hmm. Kobe for me, bro. Like they're, they're just untouchable. Like I don't want them to be dishonored in any way. So. Yeah, I think we didn't—we wouldn't gain much. Yeah, like I would rather Emu be this eight hundred year old being, yeah, than be a pirate who came to power, realized the truth, and took power mm. forty years ago. Like that. Yeah. What is that, bro? Yeah, yeah. How is that? Yeah, what am this, I this, this thing been running for 800 years. Well, I will but say, rocks just came through and said, oh, snap. But what <laughs> this I will would be say, dope. It was super interesting to learn that the kingdoms that had their kings left and go become celestial dragons, they were the Don Quixote family that mm-hmm. King Riku's people took after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was super cool. Because I was like, oh, snap. I remember when Doflamingo did that on Dressrosa and he came back because his family used to rule this spot. Yeah. And just to know, like, that happened at Dressrosa, I was like, oh, man, that's such a good callback. I had another thought, and this will be brief. You guys think the God's Knights are, like, maybe, like, representations of those 20 kings, like the strongest members of those 20? I know there was only, like, nine of them or whatever in the silhouette, but it's possible, I think, maybe. No? No. No. I don't think so. they could be born of the families, like Doflamingo. Like do, we've said, like Doflamingo could have become a whole saying. night. Yeah. Like, like in order for you to be one, you'd have to be of that family or one of those twenty. I mean, one, I one of those nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. thinking, like we know the uh, the five Gorosei are the highest ranking celestial dragons, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be another part where, like, all right, they could be. I'm not gonna say the strongest ranking celestial dragons, but they have to play hard because it has to be since they're knights. Knights accrue to strength. Yeah, you know. So they have to be at a certain strength. Uh, but granted, the such dragons haven't shown to be strong anyway. So, 
All right, let's uh let's get to these super chats. We'll get to the next question and then super chats again, and then we'll take we sponsor. Sponsor, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got a five dollar super chat from Patrick Flannery. It says, first time we see Emu, there's a sword in the ground, and on and the room of flowers has white lilies right in view on that panel. Lily got murked in that room. Yo, you know what I was gonna say too? I forgot. I had so many thoughts. <laughs> the reason why Emu is in a flower room, if if she is Lily. It's because, remember, Alabasta was always sand. And what was a big part of Alabasta? They always wanted to rain, right? Mm -hmm. There's never any flowers there. So every time we see Lily with, like, if it is Lily, Emu, uh, with, you know, uh, butterflies and stuff, it represents, like, you know, flowers and, and nature. She, they never had that in Alabasta. Mm -hmm. So if she is evil... It might be because, like, yo, the same thing that happened in Alabasta was, like, a foreshadow mm -hmm. to, like, an evil Vivi. Keep them coming, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. We got There's another. so much, bro. $5 from Ryan. It says, first time tuning into the stream. So many first time, like, yeah. like viewers today. Uh, love the community you guys have. I love the community you guys have. I'm not sure if y'all talked about this yet, but how would Zoro fare against Vista? That's an interesting one. I got Zoro. Well, just look at what Mihawk did. I'm going to go high diff. I'm going to go high diff. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to go Zoro high diff. Um, Mihawk ain't do nothing. I got I got zero and I don't I don't view it as high diff, you know, honestly. He mid diffing? Yeah, mid diffing. I I can't say. Right. I I know that Visa just looked like he can handle Mihawk, so. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, bro. We got another five dollars from Swizzy Black ninety three. It says, "I know Lawrence is gonna hate it, but Vivi is gonna become a full straw hat at this rate. Hopefully, no Pell though." Oh, That's Sebastian, first of yeah, all. Yeah, I'm the so again. I was an adamant. <laughs> Vivi hater when I thought she was going to become a straw hat. The moment she didn't, I loved her character. Everything about her has been dope. If she was to come back now, I don't think I'd have the same vitriol that I did before. Did Yo, we gotta get going. I okay. Yeah, my bad. Uh, we got another five dollars from Patrick Flannery. It says the Gorosei say the Nefertari family are the traitors talking to each other. Why would they say that clan are traitors if Emu is Nefertari Lily, you know? I mean, that's, what I was that's saying. true. You too. can be the one person in the, the clan that Chose to side with the gang. Yeah. No, but you know they mean? blame the reason I give them a chance. But I got a Tachi. Right, right, right. She could just be Uncle Tachi. No, let me, let, me let me stop. Don't say that. Let me stop. Let me stop. Um, we got another two from Pimp Chip. It says off topic reminder, but Fraud Hawk got pimped by Jozu. <laughs> That's, that's for y'all to discuss. We got another $2 from Isaac Farrell. It says, is there any relation between Lily and Toki? Listen, if the, if, know, if, the, if the sands of time <laughs> is real, then it could be. Yo, because guess guess whose power... Th this is very interesting, too, right? I, I know there's so many ideas. I'm so sorry. What happened in Alabasta? Uh, we had a woman that had an ability to make herself fly into the air and then mm -hmm. get really heavy and then sink all the way down, right? Mm -hmm. Then we go to Dress Rosa, where they were talking about how Celestial Dragons took over the land, right? And then left, and then Dofi came back. Right? Then we see Mach Vice, who has the same exact power as that chick in Alabasta. So if we foreshadowing powers, we always know that there's one power and there is a power that's better than that power, right? We can say that Toki's fruit is kind of like the chick from Alabasta's. And then if Emu has the sands of uh, time power, then that means that most likely that's a better power than, you know, uh, Toki's. Listen, bro, I'm just, I'm, I don't know, bro. I'm just saying shit. Did you talk to Par recently? No. You need to. 
I tried to that's avoid him. At, I avoided him. That's I didn't want to say anything. That's where you at right now, bro. We did get another $2 super chat from Taco101. It says, kid is both great and ass at the same time. That's so random. <laughs> yeah, that is super random. But thank you so much, uh, Taco. We got another five from Celestial Donkey. I already know what it says. Hashtag Buggy Gang. <laughs> we got another 20 from Muhammad Lear. Muhammad, this is like your fifth super chat, man. It says, hey, guys, do you guys catch or remember that Magellan sent assassins to kill Doflamingo because of the secret of Mary Joa? He has. And if Oda releases a chapter that includes Doflamingo's death in Impel Down, how would you react? Okay, so one, um, I think Doflamingo made the assumption that assassins were coming for him. I don't think yeah. it was ever confirmed that Magellan sent any. I don't think Magellan would be the one to send them anyway. It would come from higher end than yeah. Magellan. Listen, bro, sea stone cuffs don't block observation. <laughs> yeah. And if, if Delphi were to get clipped uh, on panel in the, in the series, I'd probably cry. Yo, real talk. I'm not Do you know who they sent after him? Holy Knights. <laughs> mm, that could be that could be a nice way. To I don't remember because yeah, because he said he said that they were gonna send somebody after him. They, uh, he, they yeah, but Holy Knights got sent, bro. Guarantee that would be, it. That'd be a nice Guarantee thing. it, bro. That'd be a nice way to hype them, though. Yeah, it would hype them. He's in Seacone here stuff. He gonna fade back for now. <laughs> anyway. Free Dofi. Uh, we got another $10 from Person. It says, hey, guys, this is my first time donating. First started listening when Shanks slapped kid, <laughs> slapped up kid. I also have a question. We know Kuma's fruit can repel everything, even thoughts. Could it also move fruits? Like repel a fruit from somebody's body? I mean, yeah, I would assume so. Maybe <sighs> That's a if it's extreme. awakened. That's all, and awaken with hockey, maybe. That's I don't know. A little That's a lot. Extreme, bro. Bro, thoughts are extreme. What the? What are we talking about? Yo, thoughts are like he he thoughts. repelled his consciousness out of him, bro. Guarantee it. <laughs> it's oh, not man. much different, bro. Oh, then why man. isn't Blackbird gunning for this fruit? I mean, Kuma's pretty, like, hard to find, bro. Yeah, it's not true. like easy dude to catch out here. Mm. I guess Blackbird's Black, not good Black enough. <laughs> We got another five dollars from Chance Rainey. It says, "I think that Vivi has the letter that Lily wrote, and she will give it to Big News Morgans, and he will make a D Clan headline." That's a good That's one. That's an I can see that theory. happening. Would Cobra? Well, give Cobra, it to her. Yeah, I don't know if Cobra gave it to her. Yeah, yet. The thing is, life. the thing is, unless on some he, level, unless, he had, yeah, he, he has to know he might get clipped. Exactly. Nah. That's right. what I was gonna say. And in gen- go on, even in general, he's the king. Yeah. He's up there in age. Yo, guys. He could be passing <laughs> secrets down. <laughs> we bro. gotta go at seven eighteen. I know. He could be passing secrets down. I'm just we might I, hold on, guys. Just fair warning. We might not be able to get to all the super chats because we only have like forty two minutes left. Yeah. I'll be quick with you. I'm so sorry. We got another five from Sun God Salazar it says, Do you think Buggy has made it this far just to die by Shanks' hand? Cementing Shanks' place as a villain in the series and as a holy knight. Hell no. 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 Shanks not a villain, he's not, he wouldn't kill Buggy. Yeah, bro. No. We gotta start using different words. <laughs> this is the super chat, bro. What do you want me to say? Anyway, uh, we got another twenty from Patrick Flannery. Patrick, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, we got Toki Blue Hair from the Void Century and can go forward in time. Alabasta Ponyglyphs mentioned Pluton. Pluton is under Wano. Vivi reincarnation of Lily. Toki passed twenty years ago. Vivi is around that age. Blue Hair. Toki is Lily. We talking about Odin's wife, right? Yeah, that's not. Nah, no, nah. she nah. she done so. Nah, nah, she done so. 
Could be. I mean, I don't deny all theories, but... We got another 10 from LJ916. says, I think the letter Lily left behind talked about the D-Clan is Joy Boy and his old crew, which she may have joined to go against Emu, but failed and was murked or maybe punished like Zunisha was. Yeah. Maybe. It's very mm-hmm. possible. Another five from Swizzy Black. It says, with all the lore about Void Century, rocks and stuff, would you guys like Oda to give us a full season of it instead of just like five eps? A five ep run, a full season of the the Void Century. That yeah, would be great. We'll would never be get that, bro. Yeah, we yeah, are. We'll, we'll never get that. that. We got another ten from Yonko Gaming. He says, "I asked this to Larry and Chestnut on the chapter review, but since Seb brought it up, do y'all think the the knights are Gorosei candidates?" Yeah, we've mentioned that before. Hmm. We've said that before on this pod. Gorosei yeah. candidates? I think we said celestial celestials. No, I don't we, think we said Gorosei candidates. No, we That's said that. That's I swear true. we said that. He said he asked you and Chestnut on your review. Maybe oh, that's that might, yeah, might have been thinking about. That could be cool. Um, real quick, another two from Ron. Hashtag Seb Trippin. Larry takes greater than Pars takes. Part with the with the shot. <laughs> with the straight. Another two from Capteriaki. Larry's in the kitchen today cooking up a storm. Another two from Strahd. Uh, because Blackbeard's a fraud, dumb, and lots of other mean things. <laughs> what other <laughs> words I could say, but I ran out of room. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get to this. Uh, next, we go to the mingling courtyard at Pangea Castle, where we see Kuma sh- uh, chaining up Shirahoshi for Charlos. Shirahoshi cries out for help, and Fukuboshi goes to help. Charlos tells Kuma to attack Fukuboshi and his brothers. Sai acts as Mio's guard. If he can attack Charlos, he replies yes, and he'll take full responsibility. Fukuboshi is about to attack as well, but Mio's guard says not to because he has a kingdom that could be destroyed where Sai's Hapo navy is hard to be uh, found. Charlos tells Kuma to kill, uh, to pass uh, Mio's guard. Then we see Sai and Leo use tail hammer and dragon nail to crush Charlos. All the kings of different island claims uh, that Charlos has passed away. They then yell that admirals are going to come now. As Kuma is about to shoot Leo and Sai, Morley comes from underground and grabs Kuma and pulls him underground. Everyone is shocked. The revolutionaries have the keys for the slave collars and are now ready to go. What did you think, Seb? All right, so I'll try to be quick. Um, I was not expecting them to, to to rock Charles like that. I said it last stream. I thought it was great that still to this day, Luffy's the only person to attack a Celestial Dragon. I At first, I was a little upset that it, that it happened, but I was like, they're still Straw Hat members, though. Yeah. So I was like, it's cool, right? Like, I didn't like seeing, like, some random revolutionary person do it. Um, it was weird to see Kuma tying up Shiroshi. I know... He's, like, not in his right mind, but I still look at him like a good person, and when I see him doing evil stuff, it kind of feels crazy. Um, and then I like Mio's guards with his little, like, they're pirates. Because I think a lot of time we get the lines blurred, um, or we don't realize, like, what pirates are in the series. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're free to do whatever. Yeah. And this is them reiterating that. Like, they're not tied to a kingdom. They're not tied to anything. They're straw hat pirates. They can do whatever they want. Um, so I thought that was cool, but that's all I got. Lawrence? Now, yeah, and I think it's funny where uh, we got the, the people that attack to Charles are the same two people that tried to attack him the first time, and then Rob Lucy stepped in and blocked them mm. and threw him away, right? Not that action. <laughs> you know? And then we saw them hit, like, uh, where Vivi was coming out, uh, Rob Lucci, but it's the same two people, and then now they get to finally hit him. And this dude stay getting beat up. Like, it's <laughs> the same Sister Dragon that keeps getting hit over and over. He was got cut up by Zoro, got punched in the face by Luffy, and then gets hit by another Sister Dragon and gets hit again by these two people. Because he's a habitual line stepper, bro. <laughs> he don't know how to act. 
But yeah, I don't have much here. I find, I mean, we all love to see this guy get hit because he's a social dragon. He's like complete trash as a person. Like he doesn't care about other people. And honestly, he should be dead. I don't know how he's surviving all this. Like, what, what kind of taking ability do you have? But you know, and we just kind of see uh, this dude how they got Kuma out of there. Mm-hmm. He took him on the ground, and so uh, we see. Because I was wondering how they get him out of there, but like, um, we finally get a, a closed window to like uh, on this one how they saved Kuma and I guess the rest of the the slaves. Mm-hmm. Done? Yeah. Yo, I did not care for this part of the chapter at all. <laughs> i tell you right this right now. The reason why I gave this chapter, I think, what did I give this chapter? I think I gave it, it was a 10, and I gave it like a 7.5. Because as soon as this was shown, it dropped immediately for me. Like, I did not care about any of this at all. But I will say one part I loved about this part was that the reason why leo ended up hitting him and not being called out for it is because they can't see him <laughs> that's the only reason did that happen yeah, yeah. He, he was nowhere in the chapter and then he just comes out of nowhere and hits charlos as well because they can't see him so they only blame sai is that true mio's guard only tells sai to go he he blocks fukuboshi but he doesn't ever say anything to leo the only people that notice Leo is like Shirohoshi and like Rebecca and stuff, people like that. Mm-hmm. But nobody else did. So I was like, yo, Leo, my guy, bro. He was with it. Yeah. He was like, yo, have this guy, bro. Yeah, because <laughs> same thing with Desirosa. They couldn't see the fairies. Yeah, they well, can't Shirohoshi see him. said Sir Leo. Because she knows he exists. Yeah, yeah they okay. know he exists, I, I, but they can't see him. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I love that. I love the <laughs> fact that Oda did that. Yeah. And then I brought the chapter to an eight. But overall, yeah. Um,. Marv, let's hit the sponsorship. We'll get into... Uh, listen, guys. We'll hit the sponsorship. We'll get into the the Super Chats really quick. And then we're going to do um, the question. And then we're going to go into phone calls. So, sumimasen. But that's how it works. Marv. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with a relationship, or just struggling from low self-esteem. Listen. I've been there. We've been there. If so, then today's BetterHelp wants to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your own convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire, simple as that, to help assess your specific needs. And then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I happened to sign up at one point regarding my confidence issues. Next thing you know, my confidence issues are not issues anymore. I'm doing pretty well in that area. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer goes out to all that One Piece Talk listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash T-O-P-T. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-O-P-T. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Right. Let's do the super chats. Real quick, we got five pounds from Chanchito. It says, Hi guys, first time and live listener and donator. Do you think that Sabo has all this info? Uh, no? No, because yeah. he would have. 
I mean, he's telling the story, so I guess. He yeah, knows. I don't yeah. think he knows what uh, Cobra said about the letter. Right. Yeah. That's what like I, that. don't, I don't think he knows that. Yeah. yeah. He uh, comes in at the very end, right before Cobra gets bodied. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, right after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he bodies him. He probably just sees, like, <laughs> Emu walking away uh, off the chair. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We got another five from Terrence Matthews. It says, I feel like the God's Knights were implied by logic. The world government rules the world, and the Marines and the CP0 never felt like enough to me. Yeah, I feel like they're they're yeah. a natural progression to me. Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna add, like you're just adding more to what the world government has in store for the final Bro. battle. We got another five dollars from Maki Jero. It says, "Would it be sus for homie's favorite One Piece waifu is female Ivankov? Can we get a poll on this?" Um, Ivankov's not a woman, but. It's the version of, of Ivankov when he turns himself. That's one of those times where you look at your boy and you'd be like, yo. <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of attract like there's a lot of good looking one piece waifus, bro. Like that's the one? That's the one that stuck out? It's the chin? <laughs> Is it the chin? I don't know. We got another ten dollars from Mohammed What if he's Lear. like switched midway, bro? <laughs> Let's expand on this. It piece. says It's like looking at your boy and be like, yo, have you changed up, bro? <laughs> Tear you up, son. Come on, bro. (laughs) Chill out. We got another 10 from Mohammed. Mohammed, thank you so much again. It says, hashtag Charlos deserved that. Next, hopefully, Seb, after Charlos pack, we gonna smoke that dope mango pack. Hopefully, Larry, your theory comes true. And Magellan actually sent Holy Nights to Merc, crybaby mango. Yo, I don't appreciate dope mango slander, okay? I don't. (laughs) At all, bro. Dope was a good villain, bro. The best. Anything else? That's it. All right. Um... Now, the last question before we get into calls. Finally, at the end of the chapter, we go back to Cobra and the Gorosei. We suddenly see Emu walking up the steps to the empty throne. The Gorosei turn around and tell Emu that Cobra is still present. Cobra almost stands out his wheelchair in disbelief. And then Emu sits on the throne and says, Lily, what did you guys think of this scene? And we'll start with Law. Yeah, so this is what we all talked about before, where we kind of expected that Cobra saw, you know, Eam, and that's why, he, you know, he ended up getting uh, taken out. And also, too, what I was saying before is that we know Eam was listening. So this conversation made Eam come to, like, Pause. show... <laughs> come, to, <laughs> come to Cobra to show him, like, all right, I'm I'm going to address this now, and then I'm going to finish you off, you know? Because he was listening, and... Uh, I don't want to taste them. I want the whole load. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, right? So I think it was very purposeful why he came. And then him saying his name, I feel like he viewed, like, you either, not that he was saying his own name, because who says their own name like that? Like, I come and, like, it's like Luffy going on the throne. Luffy. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. weird. So, like, I think it's more like he either dressed, uh, is viewing, like, because that's the uh, the family line and views in Cobra as Lily, or it's like, he doesn't like, like, they view them as traitors, you Mm -hmm. know? So I think he took it personal, like, and how he's gonna treat, I guess, the rest of the um, the Natari line. But yeah, that's it. So, um, I just like the the look. Like they were so shocked. They were like, "Great Emu, like yo, he's still here. What you doing? Like, nah, chill out." I I, I just like the shock. And then he walked up all them steps, right? Or she walked up all them steps. I just feel like. That's gonna sound and look so weird, animated. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's there's a lot of steps there, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like slowly walking, nobody says anything. You know the anime is gonna spend like four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, slow motion, I just, showing every yeah. angle. I just I really like Cobra's face. Um, 
I don't know where we go from here, but basically this is the – like, we knew Cobra passed already, but this is, like, the confirmation. Like, it's, it's over, bro. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You can't, you can't survive this. Mm-hmm. He know it. <laughs> he said, oh, nah. He like, nah. I understand that, that chair's probably huge, but we look little. Like, bro, like they were saying Lily or not Lily. Emu is like a, a little kid <laughs> because, Yo. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just the size of that. Yeah. That's it. Oh. Um, yo, when Cobra almost got up out of his seat, <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, what are you doing, dog? What? That was crazy. But I'll say this. I called this. I called this straight up uh, on a different pod, uh, different episode. I think it was like episode 99. I was like, yo, I guarantee you. When we saw uh, Sabo in front of Cobra on the newspaper, mm-hmm. I said, yo, that's because Cobra ended up seeing Eam. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, when y'all talk about my name, you speak with a <laughs> W, I right? Because we only get dubs out here. I'm, I'm a, I'm a give I you want that. my chips with the dip. I'm so bring them dips. But, but like, is that an extreme? Yes, yeah, a that's dub. Not ex- that's not y'all an be, extreme I be, to have. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But it was a dub. I get dubs. It's a very minor dub. I have a list of Ws. You got that was yeah, an add-on. That, that's, why, that's you just, are, why are you debating about my nah, dubs right now, I'm, bro? I'm saying. Are you, you trying to play me too? I'm saying you oh. get enough dubs that a small dub like that yes. isn't isn't puff your chest worthy. Yo. I don't think anybody was like, nah, Cobra didn't see Eim. I need to start being Who called. Who in the community said that? I need to start being called Wary, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These dubs is crazy, dog. Look at Wary already started. That's what he is. Take it though, bro. I'm just saying. Um. It is very interesting that Lily would say her own name, but this made me think that it might be a kid too, because Oda was very fond of the show Game of Thrones, and as you can see, the Game of Thrones chair was made out of swords. We see now that the Empty Throne has swords around it, and a very prominent figure on the show during its heyday was King Joffrey, who was a terrible child king. It would be very interesting if Oda took that same direction while he was creating the story. Even though, like, Game of Thrones came out very much, what, like, 2018, 2017, and Emu was probably playing, planned before that, I wouldn't be surprised if he added some type of, like, kid element then instead of, like, uh, during that time. He just knew that the figure was going to exist. He just didn't know exactly how he would want that person to exist. So I could still see him going in many different ways than we actually thought it would be, right? So for me, it was shocking. And I know that... I just hope that we continue this into next chapter and we stay on this. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to the reps. I don't want to go anywhere else. Like, I don't want to go back to Kuma unless we're talking about Kuma and Bonnie. And mm-hmm. Bonnie's going through the bubble again. Yeah. Like, stop all that stuff, bro. Mm. Like, let us stay here. We're good. You think we get his face reveal? Eam? Or we think we still think he's shadowed Well, he spoke. He spoke. He said Lily. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, like Sebastian said, I think, you know, if we're in the end game, we got to start thinking about, yo, start, start telling us things. Like, now, like, why are we off-paneling <laughs> what the D means? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, he's saving that for later. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying, like... Oh, he's saving the D? It's just got to come to a point. Hey, yo! You know what's crazy? If if Oda looked at Sunny D, and was like, oh! <laughs> and just thought of Luffy. Bro, come on, bro. And the yeah. Sunny? Yeah! And, and the Sunny. You know how they make alcoholic Sunny D now? Yo, I'm telling you, 
I can make anything a theory in One Piece, and y'all believe me, bro. <laughs> this is how it works. Believe this is why I be saying like theories sometimes just be BS, but they're fun. Uh, anyway, uh, but we're gonna go to super chat, guys. We're gonna go super quick so we can get the phone calls. So. Uh, if you haven't joined our Discord, please join our Discord. If you haven't liked the video, please like the video. Leave a comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got another $2 from LJ. It says, Phantom Room equals cold room with a giant straw hat. I don't know what Phantom Room is. Or I guess it's the Lost Chamber Room. Yeah. Um, we got another. Uh, it could be. We, we, we touched on that earlier. Uh, we got another $5 from the Outclassed Gamer. It says, if y'all could give Zoro, Sanji, Nami, and Usopp each a devil fruit, what are y'all choosing? Oh, man. If you get what? <sighs> Each of them a devil fruit. Who? Zoro, Sanji, Nami, and Usopp. That's a little too much, bro. That's a lot, bro. Yeah, um, that's too much thought, bro. If this, you can access this like during a phone call. Because <laughs> yeah, I can't, lot, we bro. can't do this. We don't have that's enough lot. time. Lawrence I'm would, sorry. Lawrence would never be able to call. Yeah, that, Lawrence can't even think of anything, bro. Odin said for uh, Zoro, uh, Kaido's fruit. But I think in his sword, though. Struis' fruit for Sanji. Not, uh, Big Mom's fruit for Nami. Um... Dang, I thought I had Baby Five for Usopp and for Zoro, uh Bones. That's it's they all are averages out. I'm choosing everything Sebastian said. Except for Nami's. Nami's would be broken. Uh we got another ten from Swizzy Black. It says, got a feeling it's gonna be one of the other. But do y'all think the revolutionaries war with the Marines leaving Emu and Knights to Straw Hats or opposite, where Luffy gets his round with a Kainu after? Um that's something I talked about briefly before. That like who the gods knights opponents are going to be? Is it going to be the straw hats or is it going to be the revolutionaries? I still think it's revolutionaries, um, but I don't know. I think that's more end game. I think Luffy and Straw Hats fight Admiral like on the <laughs> first. <laughs> read that and then read after, bro. Can you see it, <laughs> bro? <laughs> Why would that be your answer, bro? <laughs> Alright, I guess we gonna go to calls. <laughs> what was that, bro? What was that? Yo, Mark, why do you have that, bro? Oh, my God. <laughs> Alright, bro. That's it? Yeah, it's all the super Yo, can you tell me that so I can, like, get I the said that. Right, calls, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how's it going? My name is Live from that one piece song. Who are you and how are you? Hey, it's S Barnes. Oh, what's up, Barnes? Hey, how you doing? I'm good, y'all. What's up, man? Uh, my question, yeah, my question is if y'all have to pick a pirate to run the United States of America, who y'all picking? Big Mom. Oof. Really? Far, Far yeah. has a great video on this, yo. Yo, he do. Yo, big mom, there's no world hunger. One, two. She she trying to bring everybody together, like all races together. And if you don't apply to it, yo, that's over for you, bro. <laughs> but it's way better treatment than anybody else. Everybody gets to live their lives. You would want to live in Toto Land, bro. I want to live in Toto Land, bro. <laughs> Oh man! Someone, like, drops her it's gotta be a pirate. Rampages. Yeah, I'm not giving you Marines Revolutionaries, bro. I'm not doing that. It's gotta be a pirate. That's easy. Even though dragons probably useless, but we don't even talk about that. That's crazy. Can they? Can they have passed? <laughs> can they have what? Past. Like, can it be a pirate from the past? 
Sure. I'm gonna go white beard. Why? You want a man from with cancer or prime white beard? Prime. Prime? Sure. Okay. Ain't nobody sabotage, bro. Can, people people like, pull up on Big Mom's island. Barnes, I'm talking. You ask me a question, try to answer it, bro. All right? Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. People pull up on Big Mom Island all the time and take what they want, right? That only happened to, to Whitebeard with the people on, on the island, on the, on the crew, and not prime Whitebeard. So I'm going Whitebeard. He's going to still fear these other countries ain't going to attack us. No, your own country's gonna attack you. But we're gonna deal with that. <laughs> no, we you're gonna, not. We're gonna deal with it. No, you're not. We're gonna no. deal with it. No, because white bear's just gonna, gonna be like, all right, it's okay. I, no. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I have a bad feeling. Yo, we're, so another pirate's gonna come through and be like, yo, you should handle this. And he's like, nah. Yo, but that's after I've been, we've been running things for 50 plus years. Cool, bro. I'm, Roger, Luffy, Kid, all these people just pull up on Toto and take what they wanna leave, bro. Yeah, that's the country y'all want to live in? I don't want to live in a country that's going to hurt me eventually. <laughs> what are we talking about, bro? Lawrence? I'm going to go with a very Lionel answer. Cause I know it's like anime, but like I'm betting on Luffy, oh my God. the dream that they have. The dream that uh, they want to go. Uh, I think it's going to change the world. It's a cop-out, bro. So, it's a cop-out. No, no, no. no, so Lawrence is going to be suppressed, and he's going to have to wait for Lucy, Luffy to destroy his country <laughs> to, so he can rebuild it again. Start a new. Yeah, well, it's Big Mom, but it's by far. Nah, she's gonna for sure. So we're gonna drop her cake and she's gonna wow out, and then who's gonna, who's gonna start Listen, we just gotta feed her cake. <laughs> we got enough cooks. You got a Sanji? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why not? I don't know. Pudding was um, there. <laughs> what about you, Barnes? No, nah, it's Big Mom for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Is not, listen, listen. If Whitebeard is not protecting his own son, <laughs> that's that's that, that, that is literally. Hold on, hold on. That is literally the, the 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 country choosing the the well-being of the country over an individual. That's kind of leadership wants. So, eh? so, so tell me how tell me how not pulling up on Blackbeard protected the crew or the countries. Y'all y'all focus too much on the outcome. Y'all gotta focus on the decisions made. What do you think the outcome is all that matters? Yo, Sebastian wants a civil war in his country. That's what nah, he wants. Nah, Always. Bro, listen, listen. It has to be big mom. Everyone else, every other emperor has very, has shown very abusive governing tactics. Kaido, obviously a problem. Dofi, obviously a problem. Shanks, everyone around him is weak. So they're, they're protected though. They're yeah, protected. I'm switching my answer, bro. It's Big Mom, bro. Dofi, bro. What you talking it's about? It's Big Mom. Dofi, Dofi. You gonna be a toy, Sebastian? I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be chilling. You gonna be a toy? I'm gonna be part of the fam. Sebastian gonna be a toy. Yo, Sebastian, you're really only about yourself. Like, what are we doing? The worst one is Kaido, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaido's terrible. Yeah, Kaido's terrible. Is Kaido the worst one? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, in order to even Dofi. go, listen. In order to go to the toilet, you gotta fight somebody, bro. <laughs> Like, I'm good, yo. If not, you're probably a slave, and you're not eating good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to have my stomach but bubbling. Yo, y'all forget that y'all gotta give y'all soul to Big Mom just okay? to be there. I'm giving her a D, bro. She ain't getting my soul. <laughs> yo, and then yeah. she gonna violate you. Fine, bro. Yo, what? Yo, what are y'all talking about right now? clap on me, bro. I'm good, bro. All right? Okay.
Okay. I just gotta marry one of her daughters, and she won't touch me. <laughs> it's gonna be a, a little... that's not true. That's bro. not true. That's not true. Yeah. That's How many true. people have married her daughters and got merch, bro? Bro, okay, wait. The only way she's not gonna touch you is if Larry himself is like a man of like really great power. If he has like a country, or he's king of the giants or something, she doesn't <laughs> care if you're a rando. Listen, bro. She getting clipped either way, bro. <laughs> but Ooh, big mom. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Why not? Who's getting Clipper? Who's getting Clipper? Me, bro. Both ways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This has gone too far. All right. <laughs> anyway, Barnes, thank you so much for the call, brother. Appreciate you. No problem. Wipe your win the poll, man. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Have a good one, Barnes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from That One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? I'm great. I have a cool theory I want to talk about. What's up? Go for it. Yeah, so my theory is a little bit out there. Um, so it's that Eam is actually the author of, of One Piece. So it's a little out there. So there's a big theory that, um, that the One Piece is the idea that they're in a manga or freedom from the manga. So the thing is, like, I think that Eam is the author. So um, the first thing is, Roger said he was too early. Are you with me? Yeah. So Roger said he was too early, and I was thinking maybe he meant too early to be the main character. He also, Roger never said that he was sick. He always said he, he didn't have much time. So the thing is, I was thinking maybe he, he knew he didn't have much time because he knew that the story was going to start soon. And we have talked about how Eam erased Lelouchia, what if Eam erased Lelouchia literally, like pen to paper? So I think that Eam tried the manga before, but Joy Boy and the Void Century kind of ruined everything. So Eam just completely rewrote the story and that the manga has now become self-aware so, and Eam is trying to fix everything. Um, I think that there are some stuff from uh, Eam's previous story that are still there, like Zunisha and the robot from Egghead and small details like that. And, and we even saw it in this chapter that um, that we were talking about Lily, that what if Eam kept the Neftari family? They were the only ones that were kept in power so that the One Piece story could go on. Because we know that Vivi is an important part of the Straw Hat. And, and we're talking about like how Sabo was framed to be, have murdered Cobra. Well, Eam could have used her power to do that too. And yeah, that, that's my theory. You know what's funny about this? That when Eam ended Lelouchia, they used a brush against a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> and then also we have Toon World with Gear 5. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, man. That's a great one. I, yeah. It, I, I disagree. One more oh, of course. <laughs> that's okay. Wait, go ahead. I actually have a quick, another quick theory, if that's okay, really quick. Yeah. So I think that the man marked by flames is a Lunarian. Um, and I think that because, I mean, we know that the world government wants them so much, like like paying huge amounts of money to know about them. And, and even Aokiji said that if there was a man marked by flames, the government would have wanted them. And, and look what they did to, to the Lunarians. And, and we know that Lunarians used to be gods and they used to have a king of gods where Marie Joa was. So we're talking about how the celestial dragons got founded and Marie Joa was founded. Maybe like they wiped out Lu the, the Lunarians and started Marie Joa 
looking for the man marked by flames. And so, yeah, that, that's my last theory. Thank you. No, thank you for sharing. Yeah, I appreciate that. You. I like the second one better. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, though. Thank we you. We didn't for get your name. Yeah, what's your name? My name is Avi, A-V-I. A-V-I? Oh, thank you, Avi. Yeah, I appreciate the, the theories. I mean, they're better than some theories I've heard out there. I'll tell you that. But, like, this isn't... I know people are going to say to you, like, it's out of bounds, like, completely out of place. But, like, yo, Eam did cross out Lelouchia. Like, that's not... Like, if I'm saying that, you know, things are Afros, I can say this, right? <laughs> uh, I just... I don't think we've gotten to the point where the, the characters in the story have become aware that they're in a story where Eam would start mm -mm. making those moves. Um, I don't think there's enough evidence... To support it. Listen, Toriyama became that robot that wrote on pieces of paper in Dragon Ball. Yeah, 100%. Also, you guys were talking about, um, like, Eam on the throne talking about Lily. And this is just a quick thing, but, like, I feel like Eam hasn't heard Lily's name in a while. Either Eam is Lily and just hasn't heard, like, being, like, referred to the name Lily in a while. Or she erased Lily, like, 800 years ago and has not heard the name Lily in, like, a super long time. That's actually, the. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's 100%. That's probably it, too. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, Avi, we gotta take other calls, but thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys so much for answering. Have a nice night. Yeah, you too. Enjoy. Yeah, thanks for calling and sharing. Yeah, bye. Later. Yeah, you guys better not be rude, bro. You guys are about <laughs> to be <laughs> mad <laughs> rude. I saw the chat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? Hey, this is Raphael. Um, what's up, Raphael? From earlier. Uh, just came through to, to share my Nico Nico fruit. I was uh, I, I can't really talk to my cousin about it because he's not up to date. Okay. He knows about it, but he's not really up to date. And it's really like killing me because I don't have a lot of people I can talk to about it. Mm -hmm. Even at my job, they, they're, they're like, One Piece is too long, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> um... My theory is that the Nico Nico fruit, though it gives you the power of the sun, it also at the same time saps your life energy and offs the user. And I have two evidence, I mean not evidence, but I have two points in the story where I'm like picking this from, where it, if, if it does apply, it would make sense to a degree. The first point is basically Luffy's evolution and throughout his whole training with the fruit itself. When we first see him using the Gear 3, where his arm expands back in Waterloo 7, we see him revert back to a childlike state. That was the first sign. The second sign, even though this may be a stretch, I, I, I can see, but bear with me. He goes into Gear 4. Gear 4, the drawback is he's exhausted, tired. Where is it that we as human beings are ever exhausted, tired to that degree? When we're working two jobs and going to college. Then the next stage is the awakened stage, gear five, the joy boy stage. And what's the drawback then? That he's old, wrinkly. It's as if it's sucking the life energy from him. And with that being said, <laughs> the second point that I'm pulling out is the original story when they spoke about the Joy Boy and, 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 and his involvement with everything, there was a point where he abruptly just left. 
why is that? And then when he said what he said, it was it was in reference. You know, I, I I'm only pulling this because in anime and and and, man, and manga, what is the one thing that Japanese people have always emphasized when they talk about English? It's structures of sentences, how you structure your sentences, the wording that you choose. It's very it's very specific, very precise. So in his statement, it came off as time is up. I have to go. Meaning the user of the fruit has no more lifespan for me to suffice and live off of. I have to now go. Which then adds on, which then plays into this other theory that I have, which actually kind of coincides with Larry's, uh, I'm not going to call it a rant. I will say enlightenment <laughs> uh, earlier in the show where he was saying, where, where he was saying that the, the D is uh, dawn and dusk. I think it's deity, but then, then again, same difference. If we, if we go into like the meanings of it all. And with that being said, I was like, okay, so that would mean Blackbeard is the polar opposite. Granted, you said moon. I was thinking of a different deity that is an enemy, purebred, which has been, they have been, he's been hunting him down, which is why, like, Rock D, Zebek was, like, this crazy person, like, off-riff, like, this, the, 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 the reputation behind him was, like, in, in, in mostly chaotic, which would be the exact opposite of Joy Boy, which came, which is appearing after what I think is Blackbeard went ahead and discovered the history behind the Yomi Yomi, realized that there was a fruit out there and he wanted to be the one to get the fruit in order to battle out with Joy Boy. Because all the pirates, at least on like with Roger, with, 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 with Whitebeard, all of them having some inclination that something of that, of that sort was going to come anyway. So with that, that I want to say like maybe maybe mystique in the air. He goes ahead, gets the fruit, jumps the gun, kills a member of Whitebeard for it, takes it, goes to realize his dream, which coincides with the with with, with the creation of the yummy yummy fruit, which only the D's would be able to activate, which is why the in my opinion the d stands for deity because they're the only ones that can activate the god level of the 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 devil fruits which is why they're the enemy of the government which is why everybody never talks about them and they're trying to erase them from history just like they erased a thousand years ago uh the thousand year missing from history like it's 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 just what i think that's my theory what are you guys thoughts let me know you want to go first, Law? So, um, there's a lot that you, you mentioned. Um, I'm going to touch up on a few things for sake of time. Um, one thing, we already, uh, for uh, Luffy, you know, ability taking, straining from his life. Uh, but what we saw from the beginning, they kind of explained that to us, what Zoans kind of do. Where, like, you could, they, uh, they're they very taxing on the body. And they could, if you're not strong enough or your will's not strong enough, you could lose out to it where you just become that beast. And now... You don't have to worry about literally straining your body because now you're you're that soul uh, zone ability beast like, right? And the, how the, also the way Luffy uses it. I don't know if that's the um, the same way of the previous 
usually used it where he's like, you know, the, like the gear seconds and stuff like that. That's what Luffy thought of. Right. We don't know if that's how the previous right. person used it beforehand. But that's because it's a zone ability. It takes a lot of taxing, uh, uh, takes a lot from the body to use it. But that's why Luffy's will is kind of like, he has to get his will strong enough to kind of like low-key, no, I mean not low-key, has to battle against losing out to the Awakened. Um, Can I give a short response to that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Two seconds. I, um, my response to that would be uh, the power of the fruit is imagination. So even though we know it as gear one, gear two, gear three for Luffy, it, it, it just represents how much more deeper he's gone into expanding into the, into the power of the fruit. So as you're going, del as you're delving deeper, same thing for a car, as you're going deeper into the speed, as you're going higher and higher in your gears, you're, you're going in more into the, into the, to the essence, I guess you could call it. Okay. So you're saying the more he, he uses the ability, he's going deeper into the ability and it's taking. The more he masters the fruit itself. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. The, like, more, the more you, you get it, what the... I'm saying, like gear one was him stretching, stretching his arm. Gear two is him stretching his arm, but now with speed. Gear three is him expanding his arm. It's, it's he's his imagination is running more and more wild with his evolution and his gears. So because of that, it enhances his his powers. But at the same time, like I said, taxes like like you guys are saying too, taxes on the body. But in this essence, life force, like because it's a god, because it's a god fruit, not just some running a bill, you know, bull or you know, horse. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got it. Yeah, like it's I think the only thing you you lost me with college. That was the one thing that had me <laughs> like, wait, what? You, you said like going to college. But I was thinking of something like, like you. when you're taxing, yeah, like no, you. when you're exhausting and you're using up all of your energy, all of your stamina, and you're like really going at it. Because in college you're partying like crazy, yeah. you're studying like crazy, you're going to work, working two jobs to pay off the, the student debt that you just took out for your future, like. That's at the time point where you're just like going all around, and that would be the time point for that phase in his transformation, and the 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 amount of taxing now that it's going to be every time he uses this much of the fruit's power. Mm -hmm. Well, we gotta wrap. Uh, we gotta close the show out. But thank you so much for your theory. The D stands for deity. Uh, check that out. You know, I think people were really engaged with that. So thank you. Yeah, join, join the I, Discord. No yeah, yeah, if you want to talk more about One Piece, uh, we're a great community. Definitely join our Discord. The link is in the description of this video, as well as the mods, I believe, have posted it in the YouTube chat. So pull up. We have a theory section and just a general section to, to chat with people about anything. Hey, say less. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love uh, you guys. Yo, Larry, you and your brother are the reason why I started watching this show. Keep that up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you, man. Appreciate, appreciate you. you. All right, no problem. Thanks for sharing. Have a good night. Later. Yeah, yeah. You too. Damn, yo. Marv, that's kind of it. Yeah. Uh, wow. That was a great episode, guys. Yeah. We, Let's, uh, we have Super Chats? No, I don't think we had it. Did we? I don't recall any that we missed. Yeah. I think oh, yeah, we did. We did. Uh, 
Yeah, $10 from Mohammed Lear. It says, where he called it, Stev, when the bootleg fat Albert Emperor took a W, we didn't argue that he didn't take a W. We just we were just surprised he was struggling against Blackbeard. I think uh, you messed up at the end. I think you meant Law. But, okay. I mean, again, I just feel like Larry got bigger Ws than, than that one, bro. Uh, another one from Lear. It says, hey, guys, Seb, I mean... We didn't argue that Blackbeard didn't take it. Yeah, I got, I got, I got you, Lear. I got you, bro. I got you. Yeah. So everybody, thank you for uh, joining us on this episode. I hope it was a good one. Um, it was a lot of fun. I know it was a chapter filled. Uh, a lot of people were very interested in what we had to say, which is uh, always uh, we're always grateful for. But thank you so much for celebrating 35k with us. We probably should be at 40 by the end of uh next month maybe even before that um and just thank you for just always uh tuning in and being with us but we are gonna end the show and again if you haven't joined our discord please do if you haven't um followed us on instagram please do if you haven't followed us on twitter uh and if you just rock with us then become members of the show uh, that's how you support us. And like the stream. And like the stream. So thank you so much for everything you guys uh, continuously do with us. And that's about it. You guys have anything to say? No. Nah, um, Carmelo Anthony retired today. Oh. <laughs> it's that day. <laughs> much love to y'all. We appreciate all the uh, support we get from y'all. It is it's truly wonderful like having this, sharing this community and this one piece show with us. It's just awesome. You guys are awesome, and thank you for just being a part of it. You're awesome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're awesome, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, my name is Larry. Lawrence. Sam. And this is that One Piece Talk. Jana. Jana.